this episode of Full Nerd, everything we know so far about 12-volt high power and AMD RDNA 3 leaks. And we're here to work. That noise. Welcome to episode 236 of The Full Nerd. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with Elena Yee. Hello. With the, what are they again? These are the Boba Mochi, currently available at Bay Area Costco's. Yeah, are you going to like apply for a job at Costco so you can give out the samples and then you get a discount on them? No, I'm just okay. going to buy them. Oh, just because that would be the, you know, Elena thing. You're like do. one for you. All you got to do is me. get a job at Costco on the weekend. You get a good deal. And uh, and and Patrick Murray's controlling the vertical and horizontal. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, and no, that's not product placement, Bob. It's just uh, our love for mochi. Uh, I, I have some stuff that, that we need to chat about before the we kick off the show itself. Uh, two things. One of them is the uh, the Outrage Pony. I do have a design in my hands for the Outrage Pony uh, merch coming. Uh, it's it, it came in really good. Um, we need to tweak it just a little bit before we can before we can launch it. But it's it's so close. It's getting there. Uh, everybody on the team seen it. Uh, so far, it sounds like it's a hit. So can't wait to share it with you. You find folks also uh, from today, November first to uh, December thirty first. You yes, you can get twenty five percent off all of our merch. All of our merch, even when the Outrage Pony does come out, uh, hopefully within the next week, uh, you can you can get twenty five percent off. But it requires a code, and I'm going to try to I'm going to try to get Gordon to me, uh, guess the code. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to give it go. to you yet. If he hasn't guessed it by the end of the show, then then I'll, I'll give everybody the code. But yeah, so yeah, uh, merch, you know. Also, uh, speaking of merch, Gordon, you have a you have a screwdriver in your possession. Oh yeah, you want me to get it? I mean. Sure, it, it looks like a screwdriver. Um, if you don't know, it's uh, Linus Tech Tips uh, released a screwdriver, and it's it's everywhere. Gordon even bought one. Linus didn't send it to us. No, Gordon we literally bought one. Paid for it ourselves. I actually ordered it on the plane when I was leaving AMD. Here's the box it comes in. It's actually very nice. Linus, it's just a black box. All right, yeah. Is that it's his simple. signature, or is he just afraid people are going to copy that and put it on checks? Because oh. that ain't no signature. That's just him oh, writing hold on. his Let, name let me out. zoom in on that. Right? That's not his signature. Dude, if I were that That's famous, I would totally fake a signature. It doesn't matter. You know, I, you know, the dumbest thing in the world is the fact that signatures mean two, two craps for any kind of authentication. Like, I, I don't know in what world that, like, a signature is the way you authenticate who, you're, who you are. It's like, you know, if that is something that isn't from 500 years ago technology that we're still using today, I don't know what it is. You know, it's even crazier. So in Asia, it's really common, at least I think a lot of parts of Asia still, it's really common to use, uh, what's the English word for it? I think it's like, they call them a chop. So it's those name seals, right? Like the stone ones that are carved out. And you Mm. use that on official documentation as your signature. And I was talking to my friend in Japan one time and I looked at him and I was like, how do you not just like have rampant fraud with somebody just using a chop with your name to sign stuff? And he just like in a testament to Japanese society, he looks at me blankly and he's like, I don't think we, I don't, I've never thought of that. Like I just, it doesn't occur to them to do that. It's all a system based on trust. Like it would never fly in the United States. I think that I'm sorry, but that is a load of crap. I know everybody says that, but anytime you have an open system where anybody can easily exploit it, someone's exploiting it. 
The problem is yes. society's not going, hey, how come this money keeps disappearing? I don't know. Must be an honest mistake. No, somebody's exploiting that, exploiting the system. It's human nature. That's ridiculous. But check this out. What? Japan's the only place, too, where you actually have your wallet returned to you. No, it's not true. It happens here. I've had With it happen. Stuff, I've actually tried to return wallets. Everything. And the cops thought I stole it. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. I saw this. It was like a, a thing that fell off a car, and I pulled over to grab it, and I go to pick it up, and I'm going through it to find the number for contact info, and then a Cocker PD unit rolls up. And I was the police reporter, Oh, but they were like, Hey, what's up? Like, yeah, I, this, I'm trying to return this wallet. Can you do it for me? But you know, they were obviously like, yeah, sure. It's like, what the hell am I going to steal it for? Why would I, if I were going to steal it, I would just steal it. <laughs> you were in Concord. Yeah, I'm just saying. You definitely but, should have been in Concord. But as far as the line of screwdriver, I've, I, this is not an unboxing video because I've already unboxed it and they, it's very interesting. They give, Oh, they do have additional bit sets. So they actually show you the additional bit sets that you can buy. Um, and I think, oh, that's why they do it. So they, that's, so they actually give you a little, all the bits are a little holder and um, they're marked. And I thought it was like sheer laziness of like, why don't, why don't you just install it in the screwdriver at the factory instead of you're just like leaving it in the package? But I now I realize it's because they've got the additional bits so they can... They can configure the box uh, with different. I thought that okay. was just some lazy Smart. stuff. Can yeah, you imagine well, like being the intern up at you know LMG, and then it's like, <laughs> what are you doing today? Well, you, why group. don't you pack some? Uh, why don't you pack some screwdrivers? Like, oh man, that's like, oh man, it's my turn to do that. So oh. here's the here is the LTT screwdriver. I have some other. D- don't my gi- don't give your thoughts yet because we are going to do a a, a a quick little video. So okay, yeah, no, and it's yeah. it's it's very nice, you know, and uh, the bit holder is pretty cool. I'm. I'm, there's I, there's things I like about it, things I don't like about it. Um, we'll do a video. We'll do a vi- video on it, but it's it's pretty cool. I I recommend if you support YouTube channels and you support people who do like, hey, by the way, go buy a gamer's Nexus toolkit. Pretty awesome, right? Yeah, fun stuff. Uh, also, you know what? Sorry, I not not to to pull Linus and and just only talk about merch, but uh, I also forgot to say I, br- oh. I, I brought back. I brought back all the uh, the the limited edition stuff. We have we have the polo that uh, friend of the show Doctor Ian Cutris likes to likes to wear. We have the uh, the button up. Uh, we we have the the flannel with the the nice embroidered full nerd logo. This does sound uh, like and, we're going full on merch. I know. I'm sorry. Well, and, and the uh, the the Christmas stuff, the Christmas sweater Holiday. stuff is back too. Yeah, holidays. You know, and and yeah. No, nobody has guessed the code for twenty five percent off yet. But uh, keep keep, keep you guessing. Twenty five percent off everything. I really like Ian's suggestion. It was a really I, that, nice that was reference. that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it, it's not it. It's not it. Uh, anyway, you know what? You know what we're not selling in our store. Gordon is uh, is cables. Do you know why? We're, why aren't we selling cables? Because they're melting everywhere. Every cable everywhere is melting. Yeah, yeah. That's a good segue to the the current the current thing people are freaking out about. Um, I actually have been sitting here trying to put up, post a time, create a timeline of all the events because it is a fast moving uh, situation or story. It's fast moving and, and and it's a serious story. So I think one of the things when we did touch on it a little bit last week uh, as part of kind of like general GPU topic uh, and. I mean, we haven't done any testing. A lot of people have done testing, so we're just kind of waiting for the information. And Gordon wants to to be able to present the information as accurately as possible. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, let's uh, let's just not simply freak out and run around with our hair on fire, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. I have no hair to be on fire. But. <laughs> so I, I basically 
because this is incredible because um this of course kicked off on october 24th if you don't know someone on reddit posted a picture of their brand new nvidia geforce rtx 4090 with the 12 volt high power that is the new 16 pin also incorrectly called the pci 5 connector it's actually called the 12 volt high power connector as far as i understand that's what i'm going to stick with it's it's uh it's 16 pins it's a new mini fit connector uh it was actually a an actual reference card from nvidia with the included dongle that had melted the the top row of 12 volt 12 volt leads they were melted on the dongle and they were melted on the card itself um that kicked off, of course, a crazy amount of, um, of movement. But uh, I'm going to mention the one thing that that should be um, on this because it's part of the timeline. On September, right around September 10th, September 9th, uh, I first heard uh, this from a Gamers Nexus news video where they Steve mentioned PCI SIG putting out a warning about uh, the potential potential overcurrent overpower problems with the new uh, 12 volt high power connector the pci sig put out this alert to members to warn them about these potential problems this is you know like what almost two months before uh, wccf tech hassan also covered it as well from documents he got a hold of from somewhere wind the clock forward october 24th we have our first um, public posting of a melted connector in that same thread on reddit Somebody else also posts their card, which is not a founder edition card with a slight singe. The the dongle had melted. Damage to the car was less severe, but there was still a little bit of damage. Um, this kind of kicks off a whole bunch of, you know, things. Uh, people like, whoa, people start to freak out. Um, October 25th, uh, Eris of Hardware Busters YouTube channel, also the person uh, largely behind Cybernetics, uh, that, which is a a power supply certification rating uh, companies can get, does some testing. He is unable to reproduce it on his uh, his 12-volt high-power connector. I will note, though, uh, I didn't know this till later on, but apparently he had done this with a 12-volt high-power connector on a power supply that he was testing, so it was not one of the dongles that was included with the new 4090 series cards. Mm. And of course, October 25th, um, just because, just because people like to have fun with each other, Kyle Bennett confirms with AMD, Scott Herkelman. Oh wait, no, sorry. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. What day is that? Oh, eh. it is the 25th. Okay. October 25th. So we have the, we have Eris that night tries to reproduce it. He cannot reproduce it on his the next morning. The Verge, uh, Tom Warren at The Verge reports that, um, according to v- NVIDIA, they are investigating this. They are talking with the two reports of melted uh, dongles, and they are investigating it themselves. Uh, later on that same day, as things start to sort of... Uh, the, the the steam keeps building up. Kyle Bennett talks to Scott Herkelman, who confirms that the new Radeon will not use the new 12-volt high-power connector, kicking off again... Um, fears that oh my gosh amd changed this because they're they know this is a bad connector they've changed it they're just that's actually not what anybody said the only actual facts there are the new radions will not use the 12 volt high power connector doesn't mean they're not going to use it in the future they could they well, could it also not. doesn't mean third party 
third party cards might not. Yeah, we know. don't really know. So all we, the actual only facts are what Kyle reported. Scott said we're not using them on these first cards that are coming up. Right. That's the old. That's the actual only fact. October twenty sixth. Jay of Jay's two cents tries to repro it. He has no. He has no success getting it to melt. Uh, also that day, Paul Paul from Paul's Hardware tries to melt uh, a connector. He is unable to melt a connector. Uh, on October 27th, Buildzoid, Roman, um, a famous uh, overclocker, uh, has uh, some hypothesis on what the causes are. He actually think thinks it's actually because of the microfit connector, because of the those those the pins are smaller and they're being spread out, and that that's what he's thinking could be potentially behind it. This is just theorizing. Um, October 27th, Igor of Igor's lab publishes a video that I think sort of takes it to the next level uh, of getting getting how serious this is. He is able to uh, show he's taking he took a, a 4090 cable dongle and he took apart the connector and he shows that it's just not constructed very well. It's he basically feels that it's it's subpar construction and that the solder joints are easy to break off. He was actually unable to reproduce the melting heating issue. However, some people theorize that some of the the melting issues are not when you have complete breakage because basically the power one of the problems is the cables because of the way the sense wires are designed in these cables if you break off one of these wires essentially cutting off the feed the the sense wires will still tell the video card it can still draw x amount of of wattage so then what happens is you now instead of putting it into you know four wires, you're putting it into three wires. If you break it off on both sides, which Igor says is possible because of the design, you're now putting it through two wires. He though was un- unable to reproduce it, I, I believe. Um, but some of the theories are it's possible that on some of these cables, maybe you don't actually completely break it, but you have a very very you 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 shatter the solder enough. So you basically create a filament and a light bulb, right? So mm. now you basically are pushing a lot more wattage through a very, 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 very small wire, which, by the way, is, is, is again, an incandescent light bulb. Those are just some of the theories that are out there. October 27th, uh, Tom of uh, Moore's Law is Dead reports that Jensen flew to Taiwan to meet with manufacturers about the issue. He, is, he also says, according to the board vendors he's talked to, NVIDIA has told everybody they had to use these dongles, and they did. Thus, the seriousness of this, um, and he also then says, well, this this indicates all cards could potentially be affected. October 30th, recently, uh, Steve of Gamers Nexus uh, tries to melt his cables. He has five dongles. He is unsuccessful melting any of them. He also does point out that while doing his testing, he realized his cable, his dongle is actually constructed differently than the one that Igor had. Hmm. Igor has one in the insulation wires are labeled 150 volts uh steve says his are labeled 300 volt and in fact the interior of the dongles are constructed a little differently (laughs) in in steve's opinion he feels that his are constructed in a manner that would be very difficult to reproduce this overheating melting problem whereas igor does also um uh, steve basically asked then put out a poll of everybody who has a 4090 here's how to sort of disassemble your dongle a little bit you don't have to it doesn't have to be destructive disassembly but he wants to know 
if you peel back the sleeving and you take off that tape and you look at it, does yours say 300 volt or does it say 150 volt? Because it looks like that may be one of the issues. Like, you know, why are why in the world are there different, you know, insulation? Why, why are they constructed differently? Shouldn't they all be the same? Um, and let me see. I'm going to we, we have the results of uh, Steve's poll. Of course, I want to say it's it's a, it's it's not randomized. This is an unscientific poll. It's also not verified because unless he's asked people to send them pictures, you know, um, so maybe he has verified it that way. But I'm saying I don't know if that's that's what's going on over there. I'm going to imagine he wants some visual proof to just keep it from being some some crank having fun with them. Just was like, yeah, I got 10 4090s and every single one of them are bad. Mm. So I'm going to imagine he's asking for some kind of authentication. But um, he's uh, there's a tweet Gamers Nexus puts out just keeping everyone uh, updated out of about 130 emails so far uh, to the 4090 cable inbox. He has a special inbox for the 4090 cable. We've received seven that are 150 rated wires. So obviously he, he probably has is, has the pictures of them. Sorry, got a nose is getting me. And therefore potentially indicative of different supply. So 5%. Of, of the 130 are 150 volt instead of the 300 volt, which is what he got on all of his dongles. Also continuing, that rating doesn't instantly mean it's bad. Replying to a few for info. And then also I want to point out there's another um, thread created by Andreas Schilling. Uh, this actually was covered in WCCF Tech. Uh, they, that I just want to, that's, I just want just want to show that's where I got the information from. It's Hassan who's been, who actually um, wrote about the original PCI SIG warning as well. But he's saying, and Andre Selling, he said his, in his tweet says, since we have quite a large number of buyers of the GeForce 4TX 4090. Oh, a lot of his buyers. So a lot of his readers are rich. In our forum mm-hmm. at HardwareLux <laughs> underscore DE, I asked the question, which adapter comes with the card? Now, of course, we don't know whether this is also the same people reporting to Steve at Gamers Nexus, but uh, 3X 8-pin 150 slash 300 volt or 4X 8-pin 150 300 volt. So far, the results a result looks like this. So there are some 150 volt rated circulating, and I think it's like 80% are basically 300 volt insulation with 4-pin. Uh, 6.7% are 3-pin 12 volt 150 volt insulation. And uh, four, and there's actually two of them. So there's like 12 that are four pin, I guess, similar to what Steve has. One that's a three pin, 150 volt. That's, I don't know, that's actually probably one made for lower um, rated cards. And then the, he actually had two people said they had four pin, 12 volt high power with 150 volt. That to me sounds like it would be closer to what Igor at uh, uh, Igor's lab got. So, it's, and actually looking at what Andreas Schilling is saying at Hardware Lux is like, there's actually three versions of this cable that he's seeing. Hmm. So, and also, um, so that's basically the latest. I do want to point out, I emailed NVIDIA yesterday asking for any clarification, any updates, asking, you know, what are vendors allowed to, you know, buy these cables separately? Did you give them designs so they could, you know, basically go source themselves or typically what happens is I'm sure they would say, here's some, here's, we're going to multi-vendor this because you can't have one vendor. Cause if you only have one vendor and that vendor gets hit by a meteorite, 
you got problems. So they probably have a list of multi vendors. I wanted to know how many vendors there were, what the, you know, blah, blah, blah. I had zero. We had radio silence from NVIDIA who clearly is at this point trying to figure out what's going on. Of course, if people want to be negative. They want to say they're in damage control mode. I would say they're in investigation mode because they want to see how bad this is. Because frankly, we don't know what's going on. You know, there are a lot of theories. Uh, people think, you know, that if you're if you put too hard of a bend on it, cable mod actually has a modification for it to try not to put too many bends on it. A lot of people think it could be the bend. You know, again, um, uh, Roman thinks it's actually possible the pins being split too much. They may not be up to task. Igor thinks the cables are just simply not constructed very well, the one that he has. Um, so we really don't know what's going on. I mean, uh, and it's it's a mess. So clearly, you know, uh, people who think like you are, if anybody's trying to downplay this, I'm trying to downplay this. What I'm trying to say is we need to wait for more facts. We are in fact finding phase. We don't know what's going on. You don't want to just instantly start jumping to conclusions and assuming <laughs> that all kinds of crazy things are going on. We don't know. I've heard people say like, they just want to cover this up. That's what, Oh Lord, this, you know what? There's no way you can cover this up at this point. I don't even know why anybody even is floating that theory. It's just like, that's just not, un, that's not realistic at this point. NVIDIA needs to do an investigation, find out what's wrong. And I think uh, a hardware and box, they basically, their hunch was like, I think this is a manufacturing issue. And they sort of like, they tweeted like to Steve's tweet saying, we think this is a manufacturing issue and we're getting, you know, a lot of people are giving us a lot of, you know, crap because they think we're in NVIDIA's back pocket for like, yeah, hardware and boxes in NVIDIA's back pocket. Think about that now, right? It's just everybody... <laughs> If you are a reasonable person, you need to wait for more facts and figure out what is going on. Because, frankly, I don't know what to think of this at this point. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you talked a little bit about, like, the manufacturing side of it. I mean, one place didn't manufacture all these, probably. Right, because right, it looks like there's at least three different dongle manufacturers, or at least three different designs. And there's also, uh, Igor was talking about different ways to manufacture it. There's right. soldering it or the, the crimping and, and putting the pins in, right? So, I mean... It, it, like there's there's kind of a, a lot of moving parts here and i mean that? it could go go ahead, Sorry, go ahead. No, i was just no, gonna go say ahead. i mean it, it it could be right one of those things where like you know uh they they needed x amount of of dongles or, or whatever made you know so they had to source from different areas and th this one area had it had it, had it cheaper and it was uh you know of, of lower quality but right. they, it just kind of got mixed in with everything else because they had so many orders like yeah i mean it it, it seems seems very weird yeah well i mean i was gonna say that even if everything is standardized there is always human error right like someone could set something slightly off you know somebody's just you know distracted when they're doing something i've we've all seen it happen in all sure. industries right and i i don't mean to sound like an apologist but the thing is that human error is a very real thing and sometimes it has unintended unintended consequences and sometimes it doesn't so it could also just be that maybe a machine wasn't calibrated properly that day or you know oh, you mean the factory manufacturer yeah yeah, yeah no. like it happens like bad batches happen sometimes yeah. and it's annoying and it's not great and obviously in this case it had some pretty stark consequences right no it does I, happen it could be honestly like uh, somebody you know 
mislabel the box. <laughs> you know, you don't know. I mean, you get, you know, if you get a bad worker, you get a bad working, and that's going to affect you all the way upstream. So it's, it is entirely possible it is a, it is a screw up at that. That's what I kind of lean towards. I think it's probably a manufacturing issue, but it, it does make me wonder what is going on because remember in September, you know, Gamers Nexus, um, and PC reported that PCI SIG thing, like, hey, these things could potentially, if you're not building these things correctly, there is a risk something could go wrong. And, you know, fully two months later, things are going wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and there are some people asking, like, well, you know, what they should have just held on and, and not released the card or, or uh, the, you know, why aren't they individually testing each one of the these cables? Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of unrealistic, yeah. right? I, I, a, a funny anecdote. Uh, we have a, a video on our channel of a motherboard factory tour that an old colleague, Martin Williams, had had filmed for the channel. I mean, this was years ago, uh, 2017, maybe 2016. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of comments on there and people being like, wait, they don't individually test every motherboard coming off that line. How could they? Why, why, why don't they, uh, why don't companies test every single thing coming off the line? Oh, because I don't want to pay $700 for a bare bones motherboard. So even everybody, you know, every industry has different tolerances for quality assurance. There's, I think most of them probably would use batch testing. So you test, you pull one out on occasion and you test it. Mm-hmm. One out of 10, one yeah. out of five, one yeah. out of a hundred, one out of a thousand. We don't know what it is. Yes. If you are building the space shuttle, you test every single component you hope, but most things manufactured where there is a bill that comes at the end and where customers have to pay for that bill, you don't test every single component. And as much as you're you're being complaining about the 4090 being a $1,600 card, if you had to go in and individually not test, if you tested every single component, every single card, every cap, every single thing, that board would be $18,000. It's just not possible in, in modern manufacturing to test everything. But the good thing is generally these factories are run so well. If you are using a factory that ha- knows what it is doing, you don't get issues. These dongles are probably not exactly built the most high-tech way, I'm guessing. And also, it is a new product. And oftentimes, you know, you think you look at the spec and you you understand it. So your engineers read it and they design it that way. Maybe you didn't hire the sharpest engineer that read that spec that day. <laughs> and you get it wrong. Look, let's look at USB-C cables. So originally when USB-A to USB-C cables came out, you put a 56K uh, resistor in, and that would basically let the phone know if it if it saw this resistance on a certain line on that cable, oh, by the way, I'm not going to draw more than X amount of amps, right? Milliamps, mm. milliamps out of a laptop or out of this device. Well... People looked at those, they looked at that spec, they looked at the spec for US, just the cable, USB-C to USB-A cable, not exactly rocket science, but that spec, that that thing is like huge. You've got to read pages and pay like dozens, of, like a hundred pages in this stupid thing. Some people did not build the cables right and people were blowing up their laptops. So what would happen is they would plug that cable into their laptop, it would overdraw that port, poof, there goes your MacBook. And honestly, that's what happened to a lot of MacBooks because... For some reason, I don't know why it always did, but they were blowing the ports on those MacBooks because the cables were constructed incorrectly. And nobody noticed it until somebody at Google says, hey, 
these cables are constructed incorrectly. I'm buying a bunch on Amazon, and like 60% of them don't have these resistors in them. It's a spell on the spec, but it's really, I have some of those cables still. I have many of them. They were constructed incorrectly. And then some of the ones that I think are like, huh, this seems correct. Like, they actually have 56K resistors on two lines, and and he, uh, the Google person, Benson, was like, no, actually, that's still incorrect because it could put some things into a test mode. It could basically crash things. So... People just did not know how to make USB-A to USB-C cables for the first year of the stupid thing existing. It sounds to me like that might be the issue. But again, I'm not saying what the issue is because I don't know. And anybody who tells you they know exactly what the issue is is talking out their butt because no one really does. It's really going to take somebody looking at the failures. Look, I mean, it's entirely possible the spec was it's not good enough. We don't know. I will say I have talked to people that say, look, if you build a good cable to spec, you can easily run this thing all day, well beyond its specifications and not have any risk. And I think somebody, and that's one of the things there's like, there's everybody's been looking at this. Somebody was testing the cable at like 1500 Watts. No problem. Right. Wow. So you clearly, if you build the cable, right, can do it. Well, and, and, and real quick, I, I think we do need to back up a little bit, too, because uh, there's, there's some people not understanding uh, who came up with this this cable spec. How is this different than the cable that was on uh, some 30 series cards? Because uh, NVIDIA did not create this spec, right? Well, they had a hand in it. So originally when the 3080, 3090s came out, they came out with their... Remember, they came out with that compact plug. Um, they basically... Because you remember... Th- the board for the original 3080, 3090 was tiny, right? It was really, really small. They were trying to maximize the cooling on that card using all kinds of crazy, you know, designs to like blow air. So but they basically had to really shrink the PCB down. And one of the things you they wanted to do was like, look, if you are using a conventional PCIe you know, power that we all have known for a long time, eight pin, six pin, those things are giant, right? There's like, and if you're using two eight pins, it's a huge amount of board space. So what they did is they went to, they created this 12-pin connector. It uses a microfit connector that was designed and validated by Molex, I guess. I'm, I'm, I don't know if they're the original designers of it, but Molex is the one that's all, I think Amp may also make a version as well. There's a lot of, you know, everybody makes the same connector. They went to the little connector, and they also, instead of mounting it on the board, flat on the board, they mounted it vertically, and then they, they basically were able to shrink the, the amount of space used on the board from, say, maybe this much down to about this. So that just freed up board space and made it a lot smaller. You know, they included the dongles on the Founder Editions. That was the 12-pin connector. I forget what they tried to call it. Did they call it a PCI? I, I can't remember what they called it. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but it was an NVIDIA design. Of course, nobody else used it, and AMD sure as hell wasn't going to use it at that point. Um, which is a problem because if you want to have a standardized connector for graphics cards that power supply makers are going to use, it needs to be a standard that somebody doesn't own. So basically, I would need to actually trace this through PCI SIG and NVIDIA, but I'm sure they basically submitted it to PCI SIG. From what I understand, from what I've been told by people in the industry, NVIDIA had their 12-pin ready to go. PCI SIG was going to bless this. I was like, okay, this is going to be our new connector. And I have not verified this. This has just been told to me by people in the industry. Just so chit chat. Intel came and said, hey, you know what? We're doing a new uh, ATX power spec. Why don't we roll it into ours? We have some suggestions, though. So what I I think what I was told, and I've not asked Intel side of this, I hopefully will. We'll, we'll hopefully get a chance to do this in person. 
I was told that they had some input on it as well because Intel is also on the PCI SIG. Now, PCI SIG is, you know, they, the graphics folks, right? They basically added four sense pins. So they took the original NVIDIA 12 pin design, it looks like, and then they added four sense, pin, sense pins on top of that to basically control the amount of wattage that goes to that cable. It was then changed from PCIe. It's, it was published as a PCIe 5.0 spec, but it is officially called the 12 volt, 12 VH PWR, 12 volt high powers, what is how you pronounce it, but 12 VH PWR connector. So it, it's because it, 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 it seems confusing, right? You're like, okay, wait. So NVIDIA originally created it. And then Intel came in, they wanted to, to work with it, PCIe SIG was involved, but also Intel is the one that, that's taking the charge of the ATX 3.0 thing. So it's like, there's a lot of companies that yeah. kind of have their hands in this race. There's, there's a lot of hands. So this is still, so the connector is blessed. It is it is blessed by the PCIe SIG that, by the way, Intel, NVIDIA, uh, AMD, and plenty of other, they have plenty of members, but those are the ones you would recognize. They basically all send their engineers in. They say, okay, we accept this. You know, everybody votes. We'll take it. So it's the 12-volt high-power connector published as part of the PCIe 5 SIG. NVIDIA does not call it 12-volt high-volt, 12-volt high-power connector for some reason. I, I don't know. It's just simply, you know, not invented here syndrome, but they still call it PCIe C5 connector for some strange reason, even though the card has no PCIe 5. That, to me, throws some confusion in there. But it is a connector created by the PCI SIG. It is officially rolled into the new ATX uh, 12VO version 2, as well as ATX 3.0 multi-rail spec published by Intel. Um, it will probably be adopted in the future by other companies. It is also being in, in you know, included from the factory in a lot of power supplies. Uh, there is also some confusion because you can have a 12-volt high-power connector on a non-ATX 3.0 power supply which is the thing that kind of like it's it's hard to remember <laughs> like okay so like you have to have atx you have to have a total high power connector in atx threes that no you could actually because there are power supplies now you can if you have an existing course of power supply you can go buy their own total high power connector it's direct a dongle well no well see that's it's not a dongle because you're connecting directly to the modular power supply right it's uh, a cable i thought it's a cable, so uh, it's okay. an optional well, but, but cable. But it's still, it's still the, the you know, uh, one a different kind of plug on one end as opposed to the other. Like, yes. I mean, so, I guess it, it depends on what you call a dongle. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's a cable, but it's still on one end you have the 12-volt high power. The other end you have a traditional PCIe power pin. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of sort of a little bit of—I'm still unclear on what to think about it there because, again, so you can take a Corsair, SolarStone, Thermaltake, EVGA, blah, blah, blah. If you take the fully modular power supply, you can go to—by the way, don't just like, oh, I'll just buy one from Amazon. Don't do that crap because you need to buy the exact <laughs> same one for your model and make sure it is a correct one. Yeah. Why the hell none of these... I, I understand why, actually, because I just... I'm answering my own question. But yes, it would be nice if they are all interchangeable. It would also be horribly wrong, too, because you would... I'm sure that would be screwed up as well. Um, but you can go to Corsair. You can go buy a direct from Power Supply, direct to video card, yeah. to 12-volt high-power connector. Is Now, the thing is, the ATX 3.0 spec for... 12 high power doesn't doesn't it it doesn't really address dongle the use of dongles so if you take 
So you, and the other crazy thing is you can buy an ATX through Pinot Power Supply without a 12-volt high-power connector. Mm-hmm. So if you have a low-power um, power supply, you may not get a 12-volt high-power connector. Because I think the thing is like, yeah, do you really need a 12-volt high-power connector on your 400 watt power supply for your cheap you know pos box i'm sure that's why they have the wiggle room because they don't want to make people take the connectors but so but if you use a dongle that's sort of in this gray area where it's not okay to use but they don't they don't disallow it but also people are doing direct from atx 2.x power supplies to 12 volt high power and that's sort of like and then here's the other last wrinkle that was pointed out by eris uh yesterday in the video as well as story on hardwarebusters.com he says, like, you know, I'm he's there's some things you need to we need to really think about with 12 volt high power with ATX, the ATX 3.0 spec version. And that it's it's a little weird because so if you use a NVIDIA dongle with four eight pins, you can get up to 600 watts, right? Mm-hmm. But the way the spec is written for Intel's ATX 3.0, it's 450. So you mm. cannot do more than 450 watts on a 12-volt high-power connector to the rule. Mm. But these cards can go to 600, and if you use a dongle, you can go to 600. But the rule is not to use this. And so Eris is saying, look, the reason why is because if you have a 750-watt power supply with a 600-watt connector on there, and you're running a 13900K, and you're running it uncapped, <laughs> and you're you're driving both of those really hard, you're going to have problems. <laughs> so, But he also sees a problem with the spec as written now, where if you have a 1,000-watt power supply, you're still hard limited to 450 watts. And the reason is, the way the spec is written, it doesn't really help. Um, it, the way it's written is, a 1,000-watt power supply, you can have a... 450 watt 12 volt high power connector that's the max for one but because it's a thousand watts you can do two right so you can do two but like does that mean people need to put two atx you know (laughs) two 12 volt high power connectors it gets a little weird and and then also so what eris is saying remember he tests a lot of power supplies he's seeing that a lot of vendors like you know screw that noise we're just going to make everything 600 watts it sounds like for all the direct power supply to so their cables are basically all 600 watts to the cards. So basically, we're in the adoption of a new standard, and it is a complete cluster frack. I think is, <laughs> is where the situation is right now because which is not the code for the. There's the a lot of confusion. No one knows knows what's going on. We don't know what's going on with the Nvidia thing, and it looks like a complete disaster. I mean, there's well, no other way to describe it except as a complete Gordon, disaster. At, at the end of the day, everyone wants to know who can we blame. Yeah, I know, because everybody wants to blame somebody. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it looks to me like it's everybody. You can, you could probably blame everybody. And, you know, some of it, there was actually a picture I saw somebody posted last night. They said, like, oh, I saw the freak out over the 4090. I went to my 4090, and I wanted because I wanted to disassemble it to sh- send a picture to, you know, Steve of Gamers Nexus, and he hadn't or she hadn't plugged the power cable fully into the card. Oh, like didn't fully seat it. Right. So it was like about a millimeter and a half, like separated. Okay. And there are some theories that one of the problems with these mini fits is it's like the old connectors. You would like, you would put that click in and you could hear it in the next room, like click, right? Yeah. <laughs> these new ones are so tiny and so delicate that you, they're not clicking and people are thinking they're fully inserted because what you should do is push it all the way in there pull it out uh, right because a lot of people push it in yeah you think it's seated but no actually it's still bent a little bit over uh, time it wiggles out a little bit 
And then as it gets a little further out, further out, it makes less contact. And you then have an overheating situation because you have just no contact surface to get the power into that graphics card. Hmm. So, but again, I don't know what it is because a lot of people are thinking, you know, are, are, are people putting too much of a bend on these things? Are they just like, are they just like, because, you know, you want I mean, to make a, it pretty. A, That's, that was what I thought earlier. Well, and a bend would pull out, uh, you know, a kind of a, a crappy solder joint, right? Right. I mean, and that, so. that's the, and we, I mean, it could be, it's one I mean, of those, it could be multiple things. Happening, yeah, it could right? be. It's like, it's a, it's a problem of like, hey, NVIDIA gave us a list of vendors. This one vendor, they did everything, all their shopping on Wish. Okay. Like, <laughs> oh, hell, I'm not going to, why do I buy the Molex connector? I get the Wish one. Look at it. It's like, it's like one. I can't believe it. It's like one tenth the price Elena as the one on Molex. Like I don't. I'm getting it on Wish. Hilarious. I like how Wish because I have a relative who works there, but I re- I really like the fact that I was like <laughs> Wish is like the prettiest pile of crap ever. If you take like a it's like a pretty front end for just junk, right? But I love buying. I love. I just bought some stuff off Alibaba, right? This is like <laughs> you love it, but just I and then like really did the vendor just like go all Wish on their on their sourcing for their components? Is it user error by some people not fully seeding it? Is it user error by people bending it too much? Is it simply user error by the engineer who's designed it? Is it actually, I mean, yeah. is it, is this mullet? I don't know. It could be from NVIDIA to Intel could have a hand on sort of like a little bit of confusion of this. I know, I'm sure they're like, hey, we ain't got no problems. It's not our fault. You know, NVIDIA could be, we, every, everybody can be at fault in this. It could be all these and that's, it's entirely possible that it all gets lumped into one thing. So Ooh. I don't really know what it is, Ooh. but, but that's why it's a, it is one of those developed. I mean, hell, it's only, it only broke like 10 days ago and it's already been like 10 different developments already. So I, I don't know what the hell it is, right? Yeah. Does the chat well, also, I mean, also like I feel like, uh, well, yeah, the, the chat does a, somebody was saying that they felt like Buildzoid was on, on the right path. Um, <clears throat> but, like i think it's also one of those things like okay sure they they will figure out well uh, hopefully somebody figures out what went wrong where how things need to change i mean but ultimately this needs to lead to action right i mean oh yeah like like this is this is an unsafe this uh, could potentially be an unsafe product right possibly possibly but you you don't want it to go there yeah you don't want to go there and you 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 need to treat this seriously yeah and there and i think everybody is taking it seriously as a heart attacker because especially nvidia because they're the first one to to launch with it right they're the one that it's blowing up in their face yeah even though it may not it could be their fault i guess because you're going to blame a subcontractor who you know again they source everything from wish for this (laughs) i know sorry i'm bagging on wish but you know you just don't know they or they just maybe that vendor from their contractor got a bad bat we don't we really don't know what the answer is that's why i think people should not jump to conclusions you know yeah well but at 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 the short end if it is just a manufacturing like it just happened to be this small batch that had gotten and hopefully they can just be replaced and, and you're fine but all the way to the to the other end of could you just be like oh crap we need to go back to the drawing board with this this uh this plug it's entirely i mean you know, look i'm i really think it's a manufacturing issue with the dongles um although i do want to point out because a lot of people are like what's what's going to make me 100 percent safe from this i don't know really because you know don't honestly <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's definitely one way, but that's, 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 but if you're in that existing customer, who knows? Because yeah. a lot of people think if I buy the cable from a power supply, like I, for my modular power supply, I go buy their add on cable to it. I'm safe. Yeah, probably. But again, how do you know that power supply cable 
sourced the right parts for that connector. If the connector yeah. is at fault here, we don't know. And but again, I've been told this connector, if you design it correctly, you have zero problems. And then we've seen testing. Was it Galax or somebody? It was a. It was a. It was a. It was a. It was a lesser known GPU company, and they were testing this thing up at fifteen hundred watts. You can clearly push this thing well beyond its specifications, but you have to build cables right and there's and there's no easy way to check it right you can't just get like a, a cable tester off amazon and just plug it in and be like oh this one's good right you actually have to physically inspect i don't know uh, i yeah, honestly I, know. I mean that's kind of the that's the that and again that is why this is such can only be described as a disaster because even if i did all this like i bought for my vendor the specific cable i mean i'd probably feel a lot better than using the dongle at the same time how do you know they did it right we don't I don't know because I don't, I'm not, I don't, I, what again is I'm saying, I don't know if you're buying from low, if you're, if you're buying a wish quality power supply with a wish quality actual dongle, you know, not a dongle, but it's the same problem, right? We don't, we don't know. Dongle. I know that's the topic for today. Also, right? We're going to get an email. <laughs> wish is not the, the, the code for the store. Uh, so <laughs> the, also, okay. So this is happening. It's, it's melting connectors. If you have any damage to the GPU, whose fault is it? Who, who needs to replace who needs to replace what? Is is it the power supply manufacturer that says, hey, you know what? I used the power supply manufacturer cable, plugged it into the GPU. You burned both the the cable and the GPU. They need to replace it? Or is it N- NVIDIA's fault? Uh, you know, NVIDIA needs to replace the GPU? Well, I think so. If you're using your NVIDIA GPU with the dongle supplied with it, and it, it, it burnt, you know, it melts itself. It welds itself permanently to the card. That's NVIDIA's NVIDIA, fault. NVIDIA's fault. They're going to replace it. They're going to eat the cost. Um, and clearly, for those customers, the good thing is they have a good source of these cards. You'll get a replacement pretty quickly, I'm sure. So hopefully, I, um, I don't think that will be an issue. Now, if you're using an aftermarket adapter and something melts, Nvidia is going to go like, "Whoa, we gave you a dongle." How do if you're using some? I don't know what's going to happen there. I would think they're going to say, "Please go to the power supply manufacturer first, right? But again, that's that's you know, if you're buying from a quality power supply manufacturer that knows what it's doing is not going to cut corners then yeah you're probably in good shape oh oh that's crazy well yeah uh and then scott anderson says is it the reviewer who didn't catch the design error during their review uh should we get brad on the phone and be like hey how come you didn't you reviewed this card so yeah uh, no <laughs> and i know because the internet always wants to find somebody to blame i i can tell you that because i'm in the blame business as a journalist i get to look for people to blame <laughs> i would not blame yeah, sure. You can certainly say, like, gosh, I wish you would have found this. I can tell you every single person to review the card, like, gosh, I wish I ran into this. Because there's nothing like running, having your card actually melt itself. Those are the those are the things like, oh, I have a real story here. <laughs> those people did not have a story. If you think, like, oh, you hit it or no, because it didn't happen. Again, Steve has taken five of these dongles, tried to melt them, and he has not successfully melted any of them. Jay has not melted anything. Paul's not melted anything. Ayers has not melted anything. I don't think anybody successfully had one of those bad dongles except for Igor. So I think people really want to see a bad one because they like, again, for Steve, he's going to say like, Hey, I'll, you know, send me your dongle and I'll send you my, one of my good ones. Cause I want one of these potentially bad ones to look at. That's yeah. so, yeah. I, but again, you wish you ran into it, but this is the fundamental weakness of any review process. This is not, there's nothing we use the scientific method. There is nothing scientific about it. Scientific would be like you are randomly 
you test 20 of these products and you are randomly sampling them over. I mean, but that's just like, come on. And by the way, please wait for a review in two years because that's when I can give you my full review. That's not <laughs> that's not what you want. You want to know how fast it is. That's that's basically what you're asking for. So I think that's yeah. kind of I mean, this is just fair. part of the review process, too, where sometimes you can't reproduce issues that other people have. And it is not to say that they're not valid issues that other people are having. It just means that literally your unit did not have that issue. Right. And you cannot comment on it directly because you haven't had that issue. Yeah. And then sometimes I've been that reviewer too, where mm-hmm. I have at, had to ask for three different review units because I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I want to see how widespread of a problem and how replicable, repeatable uh, the uh, the problem is. And it just goes that way. So then that colors my review as well. Right. And another person won't have that experience. And you, if you got a unit and like, hey, by the way, the first one lit on fire <laughs> and they send you the second one, the second one's fine. Do you mention that in your review, Elena? Absolutely. Yes. I would yeah. say, yeah, absolutely. I'll say like my first unit went up in flames. That was kind of concerning. So I asked them for another one. And then I also asked for a third one just because I, I like to triangulate. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just also say like, look, we have these problems. We talked to them. The company says, yeah, yeah, that was an early unit with bad firmware. We've, you know, production mm-hmm. firm. This that is the classic story. You know, the, the production firmware units will not be like this. And as a reviewer, you can only take that company for its word. And yes. of course, mm-hmm. later on, like, hey, yes. man, I got that thing. It's got the bad firmware. Yeah, okay. I knew that. You actually, yeah. who was it? Uh, Yelt, Yelt Nerb? says review samples are usually pristine i would say that's not always the case a lot of times you're yeah. coming in hot with with uh, you know yeah. new hardware and, yeah. and unstable drivers so I, I would say i mean sometimes it's cherry picked sure but a lot of times it's like Could cool be, boy yeah, yeah I, I disagree with that one because i've gone cherry picking and your way you are defining that incorrectly he, he means literally picking cherries <laughs> from a tree yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've literally, we literally go and pick him, cherries. just got started on this. <laughs> no, but it's true. You know how hard it is to find bad cherries? It's like 99% good cherries. Like you would actually have to actually go and pick the bad ones for it to be bad. So I just, that is just, I'm just saying, not that I'm getting a check from the cherry industry of California, but cherry cores of California are no. But I'm just saying that is not, I think it's like, yeah, people... What I will say is there are companies who do go through and give you, make sure that reviewers get products that work. And that could be considered the classical cherry picking. And there are companies that like, we just send them out. And believe me, I've gotten plenty. I I will say I get laptops that are directly for some of the early testing from Intel. And I go to compare my numbers versus uh, really like other people. And my numbers can be oftentimes lower and it actually sort of tells me my place in the intel pecking order <laughs> like hey, this person's really popular make sure they get a good one oh gordon send them anything bottom of the barrel bottom of the barrel new really there are variances that you get that are if you i know everybody thinks that is true and it, it is in some cases but in general i find the companies hopefully don't do that yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, so much we could talk about benchmarking review stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, a- any, any, I mean, yeah. So I guess TLDR continue to wait for more investigating right. and well, for the companies to, to come out and hopefully give official statements. I think the next step is we're probably going to hear from, you know, I think, you know, Steve being Steve is probably going to get one of these cables from somebody who has one of the bad ones and see if he can do it, see what's going on. Um, 
I also tried to reach out to some, you know, ad and board people. And believe me, it was like, I ain't saying anything right now because it's clearly everybody's in full on like freak out mode because they don't know what's going on. They don't know how serious you don't know how serious this is, because, again, I do not think this will end up in like, please send us your 4090 back. But who knows? You know, you don't know. And now I wouldn't rule that out. But at the same point, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think I think what's going to happen is they're going to go. We got a really bad vendor. We fired them and basically we've had them like evicted from the country or whatever. And I think they will just simply send out replacement dongles. And I I think it'll be okay. But at the same time, this is a new this is a new connector. There's a lot of learnings that have to be done by everybody. And it's entirely possible we're going to get a borderline power supply design where they screwed it up and the same thing could happen because they got, they, again, they source from the same lousy, you know, connector. We don't know. So this, but again, this, this happened to USB A to USB C and it was a huge deal and it was just a stupid USB cable and they couldn't make that right. So it's going to take a little time to get it right. Oh, so I guess my question is now that we've pretty thoroughly covered the topic, you know, what, do honest like what do we think is the the best move to take at least from a consumer facing perspective and i'm i'm actually curious what chat thinks would be the best move because in my mind i think the reasonable depending on what they find obviously but in my mind the reasonable thing to do is that if it is just the connector issue uh specific to the the adapters that they send out replacements and then on top of that obviously anyone who's experienced some damage or are have concerns about the the um the integrity of their graphics cards that were affected where they they pulled out the plug and they're like oh that's starting to look a little melty that they're able to send it back for i don't know some kind of maybe verification or you know repair or something so that those people feel like this money they invested in this very high end graphics card is not going to end up blowing up on them or blowing up in their face just you know maybe a couple years down the road as opposed to a normal lifespan for a card I think outside of that, I think just only replacing the adapters for me would seem a little cheap, honestly, and not really taking care of, honestly, your best customers, because these are your early adopters. I mean, $1,600 plus graphics cards, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you think, I mean, what else could you do? Because if, because again, it's going to come down to what's wrong. So if it's actually a flawed design, which isn't, isn't it is possible we don't but again there's evidence to show that no these things are if you build it right the 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 operative word there is if you're building it right um that it does work i don't know if that's true but that's what people are saying so it looks like if you can build it right it looks like what'll happen is everybody's gonna have to learn how to build it right here's some lessons folks take all and then what you have to do is go to everybody if you bought a 4090 you're getting a new dongle. Take your old one, take a pair of scissors, cut them, cut them in half. And I say do that because if you don't, don't put them back in a box because <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Like, oh, you know, and then you dig it out in five years and so I, I mean, would you want them to go like, oh, we're going to send you a new card? I don't, if, if they no, actually I, think it's a dongle, you know, how else do I you? I think it's, like I said, like, I think if it's your, if your card is in good working condition, if your adapter is not showing any sign of damage, then I think just replacing the adapter with one that's been, you know, signed off on as being safe to use, that's, that sounds reasonable to me. Right. I'm more concerned about the people who, have noticed some mild issues where they're like hey this this one pin looks a little melty like my card's still working 
but is it going to be okay for the future? Like being able to take care of those people who might have questions about their cards. Like, I think, I think it's very easy for what to happen in this situation sometimes is one company's like, oh, well, that's under our warranty, so we'll take care of it. But then there's like a delay because in the background, they're trying to work it out between all the different companies who's responsible. And there's, it just makes it a headache for the end user. And I'm hoping that they figure out something that makes it very seamless and easy. Because again, if I'm spending what, $1,500 plus on a card, I don't want to have to go through this hassle. Like I, that's the kind of stuff I expect when I spend $150 on a card. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I think so. You're, I guess, obviously, if you pull it out and you've got one something, it's it's starting to to melt. You stop, <laughs> you stop, and you you. Well, actually, I was going to say I would immediately go and email Nvidia support, say, "Hey, my my card's got it's got this melting thing." But that's not what people do now. Now it's you to get your phone out, take a picture, take your selfie with it, and you put it on the internet <laughs> and send it to Steve. And you send it. <laughs> I would I would do that. I would do the selfie thing. But I I think the thing is you need to obviously con. You don't want to like, oh no, maybe it'll work. So you you want to basically immediately contact the company to get replaced. You're not going to want to sit on it. But I guess I'm trying to get out. Like, are you saying like if this issue crops up in five years, then what happens to that customer? Not even five years, right? We don't know what's going to happen to these cards. Like maybe these cards are just going to be a little sin. Like just I'm being exaggerating a little bit, but maybe these cards are a little singed, but they'll be fine, <laughs> just right? A little singed. Just, just a little, just, just a little, little bit of just a little bit of like extra just like polish, black on your toes, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. You just scrape it off with a knife. <laughs> but maybe it's not. Like okay. maybe there will be some knock on effects, and it's also maybe it's one of those things where you don't know why your card died two and a half years into its lifespan. Well, maybe I- you, maybe it wasn't related at all. Maybe it was. And you'll just always be wondering and it'll leave a sour taste in your mouth. And I, I can see that people are saying in chat where it's like, it's probably a better idea for uh, all of this, you know, all the companies involved, all, all of this to get ahead of the problem. Because again, it's not necessarily a concrete issue yet for a lot of people, Yeah. but uh, it's always going to be this question lingering if they don't get in front of it. Obviously, we're still in the middle of the investigation period. I, I, I'm getting, honestly, the more we talk about this, I'm getting mild flashbacks to the whole NZXT H1 scenario, mm-hmm. which was honestly a little more clear in the issue because, you know, Gamer Nexus basically did all the troubleshooting right. up front. Mm-hmm. Whereas this sounds like there's a lot more moving parts, as we said. So they have to figure out really what the source is and then how to, you know, fix that procedure or fix that issue and then how to roll that out, which... As much as we would like everything to happen now, things take forever when there's a lot of different people involved in the process. So it could be a while, unfortunately. Yeah. So, no, but I mean, I I, I agree. Um, I, I do think that it will be a while because, again, you have to give the, everybody have patience when you're doing an investigation. It doesn't if you rush it, you're going to get to the wrong conclusion. So we need to wait. Hopefully there's more. You know, the of course, the problem is. It, it depends on how NVIDIA pr- presents what they their findings, right? Yeah. Because if people, if people, if they don't present it in a way that people accept that, okay, you've shown us you found what went wrong and you're not just trying to blame it on this thing or try to downplay it, then um, I think it'll be better than trying to like, oh, it turns out, oh, look at that unicorn over there. I've never seen one. And, you know, <laughs> I don't think that's what they're going to do, but mm-hmm. it depends on how they, again, we don't know how they're going to, they're going to present it when they they're ready to show what they found that'll that'll be very important i think they do want to do it and in an expeditious manner because they want 
They don't want this bad news hanging around. The longer it takes for them to find out and get to the bottom of this, the longer it takes for them to fix it, the more people are going to say, uh, our DNA three is coming out. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to pass. It's just bad news. You don't want this bad news to linger for three months. So I think it'll, yeah. I think within, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we'll have an official statement yeah. from NVIDIA. And I like, again, I, I would say I would lean towards 60, 70%. It's going to be like bad dongle source, but because the problem is, we cannot track because, you know, the cards are serialized, but they sure as hell didn't serialize. You know, you probably got some person stuffing, pulling <laughs> dongles out of the box, putting in, the, you know, you're putting in the box. It goes off. They're not serialized. They're not going to know who has these bad dongles. So I think they're going to say, hey, we there's a bad dongle out here. You know, we basically want you to contact, fill out this form. We will send you a replacement dongle. Please, you know, typically if it's a, you know, it. Maybe voluntary where they say, please send us your dongle or show proof of destruction because we don't want that bad one out there. But we're going to just send everybody new dongles. I think that's probably what's going to happen. It's easy. And honestly, it's 4090. What is that going to be like? 2000? You know, it's not going to be a lot. So I don't know how many, but it just feels like that's to me, they're going to do that fairly quickly. Um, well, and uh, Ruru2 uh, points out a, a, a good thing. I mean, the 4080 does uh, use this uh, connector as well. So, right. you know, if there's any bad dongles in those, well, th- that needs to be addressed as well. So <laughs> you can see that you can see the Prexen lines all stopping and like they opening up all the damn boxes and pulling out those dongles yep. <laughs> and making sure the right ones are in there. I, if it's the dongles, which I still think is most likely the cause. But I do want to address your problem of like, well, what if I... I have a problem five years from now. You know, my experience of when that ha- has happened to me as a consumer on other products is I'm screwed. Typically, um, you just you're out of luck. You're just like, sorry, this is a problem five years ago. You should have done something. And generally, most companies that I've ever dealt with are like, mm, you, you snooze, you lose, buddy. And mm-hmm. that's typically like if you have a problem with your car, unless so the only time that it really works if it, they issue like a safety recall. Like my the airbag in my Honda, I got I have one of those exploding hand grenade um airbags. I've never gone in to replace it. I need to. What? Yeah, I just whatever. You know what? I just don't plan on running into anybody. Actually I I, I think I, I think our car has one. Right, of those you, two, you yeah. have it too, right? Wait, wait, I have gotten so many for a Toyota car. Like I have taken my car in like at least for the four airbag? to five times. Yes, four to five for times. The, so what they what do they do? Put in a more powerful hand grenade every time? I don't know. Like it was like a temporary fix. So I'm surprised that you have only had the one. Oh no, notice. I always get them. So you always will get these things because the yeah. companies the companies Companies, now here's the things you got to realize. The companies are like, look, we don't want you to sue us, sue our ass, because when that hand grenade goes off, you're going to come sue our ass, right? No, 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 no. I'm not saying just one notice, period. I mean, one service call. Oh, like, I have no idea. There's Maybe there's... Oh, my God. So I, I just need to, because I'm not driving it these days, I need to bring it in and have it changed because I don't want to. Even if I'm oh going to God. end up crushing it, I don't want to make. I want to make sure I I get my free airbag. I want yeah. my free airbag. Get, get, get your free airbag. But I just, you know, in that case, I know that the dealer because it's a safety recall and their lawyers are like, get every single bad product out there. I don't want to have a lawsuit. They, that's going to happen. I'm not sure on these video cards if they're going to be like in seven years. If somebody's like, I got a 4090 with a bad dongle, they're like, oh, that's cool. Why don't you just go buy another one? Look, they, everybody sells them now. What are you even worried about? Just start using the right dongle. I think <laughs> I think that's kind of a less... 
in my experience, most companies are like, yeah, you're SOL, right? Because you should, you should not, you should have been watching YouTube to find out you, there's a recall on these. The question is whether this, whether this will rise to the level of being a formal recall, right? Like some companies will do a formal recall, even though, or a voluntary recall too. Yeah. Could I mean, I mean, but voluntary, if you're, if you're going to go through, you know, there's actually, you know, CPSC, CPSC here, there's a Canadian agency that, that NZXT use. There's one that ASUS use when they do these formal recalls, you know, it's, it's serious. So, um, it's possible they don't want to go there because there's legal ramifications. And then maybe they can say, well, you know, melting is not the same as catching fire. And it really isn't right. Cause there's no actual flames. It's just going to, it is DC. still a lot of, but they may. So like, you know what, we're going to have to issue a formal recall on these. Connect. What do they say? Like we're we'll going to do a recall see. on these, on the dongles. Like honestly, we'll best case for them is it's going to be dongles. And that's probably what's going to be. Uh, well, we, we got a couple of super chats uh, before we move on. Bat Tech gave us five Canadian dollars. Thank you so much, said uh, our friend of the show, Bat Tech. Uh, I feel like NVIDIA should not have included an adapter. If you have the money for a 4090, then it should have been required that you need a new native cable. So that's interesting take. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think a, an, NVIDIA would have done that. Well, I mean, that was one of the confusions early on because a lot of when they originally announced it, they said, oh, you know, we recommend a 12 volt high power with an ATX, you know, 3.0 power supply. Um, that, of course, brings up that issue that Eris says, like, you, you can't, on on some power supplies, if you're writing it to the spec, you should not be able to exceed 450 watts. What's happening, of course, is people are just using their existing ATX 2X power supplies with 600 watt cabling. And he's saying everybody's basically building 600 watt cabling, mm. which he thinks could be a problem going forward because... Mm. People are going to plug 600 watts into a power supply that can't really handle it with the you know with all the hardware they have inside of it. Yeah, uh, and, and I, I don't think they want to do that because they want to sell as many cards. Yeah, to many people, right? Uh, Bobby zero zero eight one uh, gave us five dollars super chat. Thanks so much. Said uh, to make it right, Nvidia should just make the full length cables that go from a four eight pin PCIe to the twelve pin uh, twelve volt high power and get rid of the adapter. Well, I mean that would have been better looking because the car, the that dongle i don't know if you've ever seen it i've only seen pictures because i've never seen a 4090 in real life but those <laughs> those dongles are are ugliest af i think is the the term the kids use today because it's just like this weird like octopus hanging off your video card a lot of people think oh they should have just included straight to power supply well if you don't have a modular power supply and also again the Power supply vendors do not wire PCIe the same for every power supply. So you should not plug a Silverstone cable into a Corsair. You should not plug a Corsair into an EVJ. You should buy same company. You have to buy the exact, the right one for your power supply. Uh-huh. I think, you know, but again, to me, I, you know, it would be convenient if everybody wired them the same, but then you want to, you run into the problem of you taking your low wattage power supply from vendor A and plugging in your high wattage cable from vendor B, it works, but you shouldn't be plugging it into that power supply and poof. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Are you still going through super chats? No, you can go ahead. I was just saying, in case anyone's wondering, the reason I'm smiling is because I think this is the first time I've ever heard Gordon indirectly point out a advantage of having a modular power supply. No modularity. We love it. We yeah. love it over yeah. here. You know what's really cool is um, <laughs> a point of failure is any connection. Anytime you have a removable connection is a point of failure. 
that's a negative too, right? So if you have direct wired, it's it's simply going to be stronger and more reliable than a plug-in <laughs> connector. Uh, that's just simply the truth. Also, side note, there are some power supplies out there with uh, ATX three O and twelve. Uh, volt, volt high power connectors. We actually, I, I bought a couple of Sil- Silverstone Hella 850R Platinum. So we have them over here. So uh, it's I, I'm seeing it on Amazon. It's, it's currently unavailable now. So I guess uh, they're all sold out. But th- there are some hitting the streets. So yeah. Uh, and Thermaltake then, has one, 1200 watts, I think. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Um, anyway, a friend of the show, VC Jester, uh, gave us ten dollars super chat. Thank you so much. Said if Cameron manufactured the adapter, it'd burn up right away because we need action. If Scott did it, he'd want us to wait and build tension before it kills you. So that's his analogy for <laughs> for the situation. Uh, anyway, uh, you know what's not going to come with uh, these twelve volt high power cards, according to Scott Herkelman of AMD, supposedly. It's RDNA 3, Gordon, uh, which is the next topic on our list. Uh, there is an event scheduled for, oh, what is that, October? It's this Thursday, October 3rd, correct? Uh, AMD will be taking the wraps off RDNA 3. Um, correct, Gordon? Yeah, correct. And I'm just, I just wanted to look at the latest news. In fact, uh, as of yesterday morning, I saw an extreme tech by a former friend, or not former friend, but a, a former co-worker, Josh Norum. Writes, uh, AMD rumored to launch two high-end RDNA GPUs this week. I Again, I have no idea what the hell's happening. I just know it's coming, and the only factual things I know is ain't going to have no 12 volt high-power connector on it. <laughs> that was just, you got to admit, that is just, I don't, is that, is that just, that's good shade from a competitor, or is that like, is that too soon? Is that something I where it's like, that's yes, too soon? No, I mean that that's typical. I know that we don't cover consoles here, but when the Xbox One got announced, what, like, maybe, like, just five hours later, Sony opens their press conference with just basically, like, oh, yeah, you can still use your disc. You can still do all the things you expect to do. And it was just, like, mic drop. Oh, you mean because the original Xbox had no compatibility? The Xbox One was supposed to be, like, uh... What was the the tagline someone used for one? Always watch, always on, always watching, and it was just it was supposed to be very like digital first, very like um, kind of pushing this kind of vision of the future for gaming. But it was too soon, and it disrupted a lot of things that people really liked about the Xbox 360 and what uh, console gamers expected from uh, console gaming. And so basically, Sony Sony's pressers always had always been after Microsoft's. So Microsoft went in the morning, like 9 or 10 a.m., and then in the afternoon, Sony just gets on stage and is like, oh, yeah, ours is the what you expect. Also, it's $100 cheaper. And everyone was like, well, I guess I'm going PlayStation this gen and it just it tanked Microsoft's dominance oh, okay. in the console space. I just got confused because when you said Xbox One, I assumed that was the first Xbox. But that's... No, no it's okay, Gordon. I know you don't Which know. Is the, you know, people don't know the original Xbox was like Intel NVIDIA based. Remember that one? Uh, we called the OG Xbox, Gordon. Well, what the uh, hell was uh, that one called? The Xbox, right? The o- OG Xbox. Yeah. Or the That's original something. Xbox, the first Xbox. So original. Xbox, it was and, the Xbox. Anyway, RDNA three. Uh, I'm 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 going to show it's the good image. Shade though, it's good shade. Although I yeah. I suspect um, some of Scott's former coworkers at Nvidia are probably wincing at that. That's just too. It's too. They're definitely going to. They're going to say too soon. 
too soon we'll see we'll see well uh we did have some leaks about the actual design i know amd did show off a a little teaser during the ryzen 7000 launch but uh we do have some leaks of of the design itself Mm. uh if if it's to be believed so here we go this uh who does this come from gordon uh well the one i'm looking at is you boy the the story from extreme tech shows a picture of the card yes that's what i'm showing oh wait that's a fan-made render why are you looking at fan-made renders? I, well, because I wanted to see the latest news. What the hell, man? Why does it not? Let me. See. But I'm, I'm. I was trying to get to the. So the the rumors. Uh, sorry, I got sidetracked by the talk about Sony shoving Microsoft. I was Look like, what you did, Elena. Because I, I got confused. It's like Xbox One. <laughs> like Xbox One, the first one, right? It's Xbox Xbox One. No, no, no. That's not Xbox One. The Xbox is the first Xbox. Xbox One is not the first X. All right, it's so, like I, the new iPhone. You mean the iPhone one? No, the the iPhone. Well, th- those are at least numbered. Anyway, uh, I, I I got the this image off of uh, off of Twitter source QQ is uh, okay. This is, uh, is is how they they sourced it. The the I'm sorry, the Twitter handle was at nine five five zero pro, and then they said source QQ. So I don't. They're pretty looking cards, right? So these are actually supposedly leaked pictures of the cards. Well, yeah, and supposedly there's there's two designs: the seventy nine hundred XT, and then the seventy nine hundred XTX is a is a even higher end card, which is interesting. Uh, obviously, from from what from what AMD has shown in terms of uh, at, at Ryzen the Ryzen seven thousand launch when they teased a little bit of it, it looks like the shroud design of the the bottom card. Uh, here and then I, I can show a different angle. Do you buy the XTX thing? Because this this is again the story at Extreme Tech says like RX <laughs> RX seventy nine hundred XTX and RX seventy nine hundred XTs. Like the XTX, and this is a good good little bit of history. They haven't used the XTX naming since two thousand six, so it's been a while. X nineteen hundred XTX. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I didn't even. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're saying uh, so. XTX will be full version of the chip, uh, with the XT version being slightly cut down. The flagship, again, we have no idea whether any of this is true or not. Flagship is is expected to come with twenty four gigs of twenty gigabit per second memory and a three hundred eighty four bit memory bus, and I think it's like a new version of Infinity Cache. Yeah, hopefully, I mean. Either way, it looks powerful. This this design too that I'm showing, uh, it's kind of like a, a shot from the side. You can see that the the actual back plate uh, is not finalized either. You, you can see some of the the rough edges. So like I, I don't think this is a final production card that that's being shown off. But yeah, may, maybe somewhere close. I mean, it, it looks legit enough. I am impressed though because the launch is essentially this week, right? Thursday or, is the uh, announcement. Unveil, unveil, yep. whatever reveal. I mean, un- unless they come in, they're like, oh, hey, you know, uh, it's launching today. I don't, they're probably not going to do that. But uh, it's, it, to me, this interesting is their their AMD's lead control has been pretty amazing this time, it feels like. Yeah, well, no I mean. No hard leaks. A, a, a lot of people hashtag, you know, wait for RDNA 3. Uh, pe- people are excited. There are some leaks uh, out there uh, for sure. I, I would say, uh, you know, Moore's Law is dead has had some RDNA three leaks for a while. So yeah, uh, but I but mean, it looks like it's going to compete at the high end though. This this clearly is not a low end yes. mid range card. Oh yeah, and I mean, if this image is to be uh, believed, uh, that's two eight pin power 
cables. Uh, that, that is all that's needed, supposedly. So, well, they are, and they they have been touting um, performance per watt, and of course, we do know five nanometer, and it's going to be a chiplet design, supposedly, which is confirmed. Uh, and this is I'm looking at WCCF tech story because uh, it's easy to read. This enhanced ray tracing capabilities, refined adaptive power management, and fifty percent performance per watt versus RDNA two. So considerably, um, considerably good on the power. It looks like. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited. Elena, you excited? Hashtag wait I for mean, RDNA three. Were you waiting? I think it's always a good idea when you have launches close enough to each other to wait to see what you want to get or whether that's the current gen or the next gen that's launching or the current generation that's becoming last gen. It lets you have more options to choose from if you're able to wait. Do you, you know what? I'm kind of noticing this, this cycle, which I really have to sort of try to think I have to sit down and look at previous launches, but have they ever been this close together? Like, so we basically had Ryzen uh, 7,000 uh, and 13 gen, like they were stacked on top of each other. And it feels like with 4090 and RDNA3, they're also stacked on top of because we were talking a month difference, maybe. So I feel like, I mean, I haven't been around as long as, like, say, you have. So you have a lot more institutional. Are you saying I'm old? Every time I say (laughs) this, every time I say this, in a a tribute to your long experience, which I deeply respect and admire, you take it as an insult. I don't know what to say to you anymore, man. Go get me my Similac. Is that what it is? I forget what it's Similac is baby formula. It's pretty good. No, it's not. Similac is baby formula. It's really it's sweet, a, though, but it's, wait, it's good stuff. Similac. Okay. Similac. Wait, is that with a C or a K? I, uh, that, that is baby formula. Yes. I, no. Similac.com. He's thinking is, of insure. <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, RDNA3. Thinking 3. of insure. <laughs> So I haven't been around as long as some people who I will not name now. Uh, so I don't, my, my knowledge doesn't go as far back as many people are probably even listening, but to my knowledge, I do not recall the releases being this fast and furious, all concentrated oh, in boy. one time period. Oh boy. Uh, I think, I, th- I think, I think the closest is maybe like laptop chip launches, but we don't really regard those as necessarily being as in as much of a death match as we do on desktop. So I don't think it's really stood out as clearly as say something like this, where you have both CPU and GPU launches basically stepping on top of each other. It just feel, I don't, again, that's why I, you know, the problem with doing this, being an older person who has been doing, I can't remember, honestly, one, but it feels like sometimes, like the, sometimes the, the launches would be staggered by six months or full, you know, more than a quarter or more, but this, everything in the same quarter just feels insane. Has it really even been in the same quarter? It's been like the same month and a half space. Yeah, same month and a half space, but it's, I mean, but I mean. I will say this does, uh, like Elena said, give a, a good proposition to the end user to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to wait for a month <laughs> for all four of these things to come out to be like, yeah. okay, well, what do I want to get? Uh, you know, <laughs> so do you, do you think so? Like one of the one of the leaks is is Rasterized performance is supposed to double or something like that. I think um, I think I heard Tom saying that or somebody yep. was saying. Yep. So the 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 rumor is Rasterized Rasterized performance will double over previous designs and honestly it was 
really good already in 6000 series. But I mean, they're also saying we're, we're going to improve ray tracing performance. Do people really need even more for rasterized performance? I mean, 4090 was a very, very decent increase in performance, but it feels like a lot of the gains are really on the advanced advanced features, ray tracing and all the DLSS, all the AI kind of like frame creation, all that stuff. I feel like, again, I'm not Brad, and Brad could speak to this more intelligently, but just from my perspective, I would say that's not a bad thing, especially as they start cutting down my understanding of those dyes, because I really feel like ray tracing is still not a big thing at, you know, the mid-tier level. It's not something that, I, I mean, if I were buying a card in the like three to $400 range, assuming it even stays in that range, um, I'm not really thinking as much about ray tracing. I think that's still a thing where it's like, oh, that's cool to have. But what I care about is the traditional performance. So, you know, if they're offering that much of a boost in performance, that only speaks well as to what you'll get in that mid range. I mean, I honestly would take that over increased ray tracing performance and not much of a bump in traditional, you know, rasterized performance. That's just me. Yeah, like, I, 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 I agree with range. you. Yeah, like I agree with you at the high end. It makes it's more the bells and whistles stuff seems more appealing. Like you want to see things being pushed on all fronts. But I can definitely see as a strategy across the strat. I just can't speak today, everybody. <laughs> a strategy across the stack. It's not a bad one to take. Yeah, no, that's except true. for I, I will say things like uh, the DLSS three frame generation. I mean, if you're already getting 280 frames on your 4090, do you need you know 360, whatever? You know, I feel like the the frame generation stuff is is probably going to help a little more yeah. at the, the the mid or low end, right? Yeah, but also 360 hertz panels now. So you mm. guys, you guys saw it at what's ES 2020? You yep, guys were yep. very enamored of it. I so think it was 500 I think- hertz, wasn't it? The one we saw at CES was 360, that demo that we did. The NVIDIA one? Hmm. Yeah, I I think that was three. It was either 360 or 240, but it was a, you know, it was a real uh, G-Sync panel. So, um, yeah, to me, I I want 4K with um, high refresh because I need to do production on it. So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's making a joke uh yeah I, no, I, do. I mean honestly though i think i think the big thing is right where, where wherever you fall on the oh i love ray tracing or oh i don't give two craps about it um i mean rasterization performance is very important to most people so uh you know having having awesome rasterization and potentially undercutting nvidia pricing i think is 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 the uh is the more exciting part correct yeah, I think that's the play they're going to take. And, and I, well, it depends on where these cards price in and perf- perform in, perf- where they sort of fall versus, because they have 4090 now. You, you can damn well be sure that they definitely have 4090. They're looking at performance of 4090 versus RDNA 3. So they're going to, they're going to try to price it to compete against, you know, existing what they know about the 4090 and what they can extrapolate from that. And also kind of like, where Nvidia's problem is still just sort of stocks of 30 series just kind of floating out there. But I, I what I can't get a beat on is whether 30 series are actually starting to dry up or not. Because I, you know, a lot of people were saying that the problem with 30, 30 series is basically you have this train in motion. It's just going to, even though they don't want any more 30 series, it's just going to keep showing up from TSMC dropping them off because that's what they paid for. So they got to do something with them. 
you know, one of the theories that I think Tom at Moore's Law is dead was, was floating is that they're going to they're going to take these things and cut them down and make them into lower cost cards because they don't want to have them eat into the 40 series. So that's one theory. Well, I, I, I mean, and there are I mean, we saw the news uh, earlier this week. There's a new version of the 3060 with a gigabyte instead of 12 gigabyte yeah. of RAM and then a new version of a 3060 Ti with GDDR6 x instead of just six so you know i mean like they're still they're still doing stuff you know in in the low and mid-range and i I, every day i always like to just check new egg see see where we're at with with product and i'm still seeing a a ton of uh, you know 3070 ti's and and below actually you know what there's a msi 3080 i haven't seen a 3080 in a in a yeah, couple days, it so like, like legitimately dried like up now. Thirty, well, thirty nineties. I can't remember the last time I saw a thirty ninety. Uh, oh, you know what? Never mind. Here we go. Here's a Zotac thirty ninety on uh, on Newegg. Dang. Okay, so yeah, we'll see it dry up until later in the year, maybe if it's going to dry up this year. I'm not convinced it will, but it could. Yeah. So, I mean, on, on the record, Jensen said that, look, it's, we have, you know, it's bad, but we've been managing the supplies and we expect to be in far better shape by December, I think is what he said officially. So it it sounds like they will have a a better hand on the, the, the amount of 30 series kind of screwing with them by December. But of course, does that mean they will have gotten rid of all those those parts by selling them, or does that mean they're going to repurpose them in some ways? You know, just fuse them off and sell them as lower end versions to have them not compete as much. I, I don't know what that that sort of says. I don't know. It depends. I also think that what if they start changing up that formula at all, it'll influence what's currently in the retail uh, channels and how that gets priced and how it's moved. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh man. And and some of these now that I'm I'm digging deep into to Newegg. Yeah. Some of the stuff has has popped up, and then these prices aren't great. I I just sorted by best selling on RTX 30 series, and the the fourth slot. I mean, whether you believe you know they're they're reporting or whatever how, how this website's laid out, the fourth slot is a 12 gig 3080 the MSI Ventus, uh, and it's listed for a thousand dollars. A little over a thousand dollars like oh wow who who the hell is buying that and then scroll down a little bit further there's a 3080 ti listed for fourteen hundred dollars it looks like what is this and that's 11th place best selling uh, yeah so I, I i don't know these prices oh here's a 3080 uh, ti gigabyte version for 1100 so i guess there are still some of those higher end cards out there but those prices are just woo not good. Well, how are, are the... those sold by Newegg or are those um, third-party vendors? Uh, let's see, sold by Newegg. Let me turn on that check. Because that's, I think, yeah. that's also an yeah, important no. thing to check. Sold, sold by Newegg. It's still that that at the four slot, uh, thirty eighty twelve gig for one thousand dollars fifty nine, or I'm sorry, one thousand fifty nine dollars. Yeah, you don't. Oh boy, so interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of stock out there. I still feel like they're yeah, especially the thirty seventy and below. There's there's a ton of stock. So, well, I I do wonder. And the the one thing that we're not considering are, are the used, the secondhand market. I'm looking at uh, huh, when you sort thirty eighty ti by lowest price. I'm getting a bunch of broken cards first. People selling boxes because mm-hmm. if you have the box, they sell the box. Because people buy the boxes, put their card in it, and they can suddenly jack the price up by $100 because it's in the box um, versus just a bare card. Looks like 
3080 Ti Eagle Gigabyte. Oh no, that's a bid though. So we're not, we're not, what if I do buy it? Should I do buy it now? Is that kind of the way to do it, you think? I think kind of buy it now. Oh, on, on eBay? Yeah. yeah buy, it buy, now. buy it now. So this is parts only, parts only, parts only. Come on. Not pre owned. Oh, jeez. But yeah, I mean, 3080 Ti, 12 gig, 689. Buy it now. Gigabyte. Used. No used? Box. Ugh. Yeah, well, I mean, For it's, that a price real, now. it's a yeah. legitimate market. And then 30, 3080 Ti gaming, 12 gig. This is another gigabyte for 700 Looks like there are a lot of gigabyte cards here used for $700. Yikes. Buy it now. Well, and I, I do remember seeing, I, I can't find the actual uh, webpage, but there was a report about um, used GPUs some, somewhere in an Asian country that was just like going... Like real, real dirt cheap, you know. Yeah, used mining I don't GPUs. know if that was real or that was just kind of like a joke because yeah, there was yeah, some guy know. like putting him out in the curb or something yeah, like that. I, I, well, I saw that one too. I saw that one. Yeah, I, it was the one where it's like if you've ever walked through, say, Chinatown, because <laughs> Lena loves the Chinatown references. Like you walk through Chinatown in any big city, and you'll have like the box of oranges and the person sitting on the curb smoking a cigarette like this or like this. And then they'll be selling these things, and it'll be like dirt cheap, and it'll be like, oh, we're not even going to print out a sign. We're just going to scrawl it in some butcher paper. Like I, it sounded like what you're going to do, like thirty eighty with the butcher paper on there, like two ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. Hey, the guy next door is giving me for two ninety eight. Okay, I'll give you for two ninety eight. But these are seven fifty. Looks like it's solid seven fifty for uh, used thirty eighty Ti's. <sighs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I what? definitely not going to pay that price. But uh, I, I think, I mean, hey, you've got you've got NVIDIA 30 series still kicking around. You've got 40 series, uh, which, you know, might have melter cables or not. Uh, you have uh, RDNA 3 about to be announced. Intel is there. Uh, actually, uh, Keith, Keith May got a restock of a A770. Oh, really? Uh, I can't remember where he got it. Oh, uh, Micro Center, I think is where he got it. So... Um, there, there's still, there's still some art cards, uh, coming, I guess. So what did he get for it? How much? I mean, I, I have no, how much I, I think he paid list. I mean, just micro center. Like 350 ish or 360. Oh, I, I don't, I don't remember what, what the, the list is. I, I can look it up. Um, but yeah, so there, I mean, there's a lot of GPU options. I think it just, we'll wait to see where RDNA three lines up and, and falls in. I mean, there's a lot of people who have. A lot of good love for for AMD, of course. So I think this is kind of that last that last little piece to to put in there and get excited about. I, I mean, the other thing too, though, are they going to be able to provide adequate stock? Um, yeah, know. no, that's a good question because I mean, I think one people really don't understand is they are trying to forecast the future, and the future we're in right now, no one knows where it's going. And no one knew when they put in all their orders, probably nobody knew where it was going. So if you ordered based on the pandemic times and huge demand before mining blew up, then and you're stuck with those orders, that could be good for consumers because there'll be plenty of <laughs> there'll be plenty of stock. But if basically some people sort of like saw the if you put in orders and you sort of saw like, oh, mining train is over, we're going into a global recession. If we're frankly already there in some places, um, you would think like, let's, let's put, let's, let's start, you know what? I ordered this many, cut that order in half. I, I wonder if, 
people are really adjusting it. There are a lot of indicators that it's going to be ugly too, right? Because we're seeing huge slowdowns for everybody. Yeah. And I do wonder, like, you know, the smart thing to do is if your company is like, just get on the brakes because there's no way you want to be stuck holding a whole bunch of cards you can't sell in the middle of a, a global, you know, possibly a, a horrible global recession on like one we haven't seen in in a in hundred years. So you do wonder if that's, that's playing into it. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, I, w- I wouldn't, I would understand it if like, yeah, you know what? We're not going to take that risk. Yeah. So it, it'll, it'll be very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Uh, hopefully they will have some, uh, some good shade to throw and some good numbers to, are you still going? Cause remember what you told, I don't you remember what your predictions were on market share for AMD. Do you want to go public on that? Oh, you want to yeah, eat some paper? Yeah, sure. Adam? Well, no, I mean, uh, Gordon and I were talking on a, the car ride home last week, mm-hmm. last Thursday. I can't remember the exact day. Maybe it was Wednesday. Uh, and, and I was talking like, man, I think, I think this is, you know, we, we always look at the Steam hardware survey or whatever and just be like, okay, GTX, 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 GTX. Uh, you know, and it feels like the, the market share for, for AMD on the GPU side just isn't, isn't, hasn't had that moment where it propels forward the way Ryzen did on the CPU side, you know, once the Ryzen came out, it was just like, wow, okay. Uh, AMD is, is in the game and, and they're taking considerable market share. I'll say on the GPU side of, I mean, of course people, a lot of, a lot of people love their, their AMD GPUs for sure. But in terms of market share, I mean, it's still Nvidia rules the roost, but I think RDNA three is going to be the big change for the GPU side, the way that Ryzen was for the CPU side. Gordon now Gordon says uh, so for audio listeners Gordon's making a, a, a eat your paper kind of thing so you're essentially saying that no it's not this isn't going to be Radeon's Ryzen I think I what I'm saying is and I said this and it's not because I favor one side or the other I frankly don't care it's not my my, my problem I ain't making no money off it I'm not selling these things but generally I think it's always been really hard to break through the the branding loyalty that NVIDIA has. Now, of course, everybody's going to want to say, oh, 49 is going to... Uh, Gordon's a shoe. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've not seen that change in a hell of a long time. Right? Even through the... And again, look at Intel. Even through the worst possible days, they still maintain really majority market share easily. And of course. The only time they really well, sort of like had some problems is desktop retail, which is like that much of all the CPUs. Intel still has maintained majority share all the time. So I don't, I don't, I yeah, just don't, I know, but, but that's but, when they legitimately had, you had zero reason to buy a 10th gen CPU over Ryzen. I know, but like, I, I'm like, but Ryzen never, I mean, Ryzen hasn't taken majority share, right? I mean, no. but it went from Except pre, pre Ryzen. I mean, pre Ryzen, I, I don't know what the numbers are. Say pre Ryzen, it was a 10%, but then Ryzen now it's up to, you know, 25%. I, I, I don't know what those numbers on desktop, are, right? Maybe on desktop, you know what I mean? That That's yeah. Yeah. De- laptops, a different story. I'm saying on on desktop for the GPU side things, I'm not saying RDNA 3 is going to make it so that AMD is going to be the majority share. I'm going to say it's going to go from whatever the 17 I think we were looking at 17 to 20. Yeah, and it's it's going to jump up to 25, 30 percent, you know, like like Ryzen did. It's sure it's not going to be the majority. But man, they are going to make some some big ground with RDNA three, and and that's without me knowing anything about it. It just it feels in my gut, and a lot of it I think is the the sentiment the sentiment around uh, Nvidia, <laughs> yeah, the the sentiment around Nvidia itself. You know, just being like, man, you know, like you can only you can only 
keep getting so much hate for so long and so many people, you know, arguing, oh, I'm, I'm going to go over to the AMD side. And also at the same time, AMD drivers have been getting awesome. They have good price performance. You know, uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll have the, the power efficiency angle. Like, I feel like it's, it's going to be it feels like it's going to be a perfect storm to hit all these things that that people are going to be like, you know what? I'm finally done with NVIDIA or at least a, a, a small portion of people are going to be like, I'm finally done with NVIDIA. L- let's move on. You know, I was just looking at the population trends in Canada and it's actually quite surprising because from 2019. Uh, well, actually, there was a dip in population, but there was a spike in population and as there was a di- there was a, a spike in population in 2020, it went up 1.2%, and the United States went down 1%. So it's actually possible people um, went through with their whole pledge of moving to Canada. So I just think, again, I'm I've just I as an old person who has been around a long time, you know, the brand loyalty has momentum, and I just you know, 25% seems like a very aggressive increase in market share. Um, I just don't see it because, again, I'm I rarely ever see those kind of moves in GPUs. People stick to NVIDIA. I guess what I would actually predict is that NVIDIA will actually increase market share because, by the way, all 30 series GPUs must go. And if you sell a 30 series GPU, that's not an Intel Arc or not an AMD Radeon being sold. So I really think NVIDIA will actually increase market share because they got to get rid of these damn things. So I think. I think it just could go actually the opposite way. I just, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I just have, I just have very little hope that people never go like, here's clearly the better product. I rarely see people go like, I'm going to go buy it. When you actually factor in the entire population that buys all the products, it's, it's very little people that watch YouTube channels and make their buying decisions are, are very small versus the. The, the large audience. So True. That, that, I mean, a- I, I, I feel like there's the, that trickle down though. I mean, I, I had people who are not watching YouTube videos be like, Oh man, are those new? Uh, this was before the, the 40 series launch. Are the, I, I heard those new, uh, uh, 40 series cards that are gonna be so powerful. I'm going to need to like buy a new power supply and it's going to pump out so much heat. I mean, it, they're, they're, you know, like it, you get that circulation around an, an idea, you know, and it's, it's hard to, hard to back down from. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think those are the same people who don't do anything. I think they just simply, they just want to go out there and talk. About, I, I, I'm okay. I'm, I will be happy to, I will say, look, and right, I'll, I'll, I'll make this a like poll a too. Big I'll, ass piece of paper that says uh, AMD will increase market share to twenty five to thirty percent. I I will take the opposite and say like <laughs> Nvidia will actually gain market share. According to we'll we'll use JPR. Yes. I think AMD. I think Nvidia will increase market share because they want to they want to get they want to dump these cards. And so. and we're gonna say in, in in a year's time we'll come back and look. Yeah, a year's good. All right, so I'm, I'm and I'm gonna put a poll yeah, in there. And you wanna. Have yeah, have something to eat with your little this is desserts. Between you two, this I just wanted to make sure, two. Adam, because when he said, it, I was like, "What?" I'm just, I'm just sorry. Like, I went through this time where, like, you know what, Ryzen is awesome. These AMD is just kicking butt, and really clearly, if you want performance, dollar like AMD was clearly a far better product at a certain time than any Intel CPU. Everybody I knew was like, oh, that's great. That's great. Great. Oh, and like, oh, and then finally like, oh, the Intel 12th gen is pretty good. Oh, and I'm, they basically waited for Intel to at least make a, a comparable, better product. Because there's just that comfort for the regular person. 
there is comfort when they go green and there's comfort when they go Intel. I mean, that I'm sorry. I'm not saying I, I encourage that. I'm just saying that's just a real feeling. That's how people buy things. They people. But, but I, I feel like that if, if you think about it the other way too, the, the stigma of like, Oh, AMD drivers suck. You know, I, I, I just don't want to deal with that, you know, and they don't have cool advanced features like DLSS, whatever kind of thing. I mean, AMD has been, I mean, for, for, you know, comparing to the big giant like NVIDIA, AMD has gained some awesome ground. FSR 2.0, by all accounts, you know, is is uh, depends on, on game, but, you know, can be just as good as, as DLSS. I mean, and don't forget, AMD is in all the consoles. You know, it's it's in the Steam Deck. They're they're gaining ground on the laptop side, too. You know, so no, no. I mean, these are all these are all things that I, I think are fantastic. And, you know, I I, I, I think it's good. I just don't think. People actually make buying decisions a lot of times on what the actual better product is. I mean, I, the branding really does matter. That's well, why but, people. But, but by that point, though, don't you think people would be excited to jump on Intel GPUs? I mean, it's a whole different thing of how much are available or whatever. But you know, like so. So you think just the the if if people feel safer buying Intel CPUs, that they would be then safer to, to buy an Intel GPU as well? I don't think that translates because I don't think it translates. People, they don't go out and buy, like, if NVIDIA made a CPU, they're going to want an NVIDIA CPU. They, I don't think that's, I don't think they see that. I mean, but there's a lot of people who think, like, oh, I mean, if I if I buy an iPhone and I buy a MacBook, it's going to work better together. You know, like, oh, I have a Samsung phone, so I'm going to get a Samsung TV. Like, my, my parents, I've heard them say things like that. Like, oh, you know, I should probably, since I have XYZ company, I should get this. And I'm like, well, no, that doesn't really get you anything. But I, there's probably some people who are like, oh, I'll buy Intel, Intel, or I'll buy it. AMD, AMD. I can see that if it's somebody who is operating a bit of a bubble and has nobody to consult with and doesn't know, you know, good resources to look things up, they might be standing in front of at a store, standing in front of a display, just thinking like, okay, what do I pair? But I feel like most of the time, people who build a PC for the first time or are buying a PC for the first time. You know, if they've only ever lived with their smartphone or whatever, they talk to somebody who they think is more knowledgeable. And typically, this is where I would agree with Gordon. Typically, those people who are more knowledgeable aren't necessarily, uh, they're not necessarily following all the tech tubers. They're not following every piece of news that we publish to PC World, you know, things like that. They're, they're going to go off of things where it's like, oh, you know, when I was building five or six years ago, you know, Intel was really dominant. AMD's, mm-hmm. you know, not really that great. I've heard AMD has gotten better, but you know, if to make life easier for you, I would just recommend Intel, right? Like you're going to get people who are going to say things like that more commonly. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to be as often that you're going to, that like in my circle, they're always a little surprised because they'll say like, oh, somebody said I should ask you about advice for building a PC. And I'm like, yeah, how much do you want to know? How much time do you have? How much information do you want? Have they listen to you? <laughs> Um, sometimes, you know what I mean? It's like, well, you should definitely buy this, you know, you know, here, and let me just, what are your needs? You do like the 45 minute consultation, right? And yes. then they go like, okay, I'm just ignoring everything you told me like, uh, yes. cause this is on sale. 
Yes, I have. I've had the experience. I think I must have told this story on the podcast at some point already because it happened a while ago where somebody asked me for a full rundown of their options or CPUs. And I told them and he comes back to me like I forget how many months later. He's like, yeah, I bought a used 2700X off of Facebook Marketplace. And it turns out the pins are, pins are bent. So I ended up getting this instead. I was just like, I... I have so many questions and I just don't, you know what? I'm glad that you're happy with how it ended up in the end. Yeah, but the thing that gets me is like, why you waste my time? Like, I could have been like, I'm at this party. I could have been like drinking the free, you know, drinks and eating the free food. But no, you want to like, because you're like, I just want to go get some of the food. But they're like, oh, and then they want to talk and talk and talk. You can't break. And then, you know, the one thing like deviled egg, gone. It's gone. And then you're like, and then they'll even take your advice. Gordon, you have to master the art of being able to draw somebody with you as you're talking with them. So I'll say like, yeah, tell me more about it. I'm going to head this direction. Why don't you come with me and tell me what you need? And I grab three of those deviled eggs and I eat them politely <laughs> as they continue telling me what their needs are. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I, I just it just kills me. It just, uh, and then if they're just wasting your time, you're just wasting your time. Bob Jones says uh, Gordon's on his outreach pony. Yeah, because that is a, that is the worst <laughs> thing. You go there, and you just want to you want to get to the table of food, get to the spread, but you can't do it because somebody wants to. Yeah, and it's like I legitimately love talking to those people if they will actually listen to you and take your advice. But no, they don't. No, they don't at all. They just want to. They just want to. They want. They want to hear you say something that they've already agreed what they want to do. <laughs> like, okay, you said that thing. That's good. Like, well, you know, Intel, their USB might be a little more solid. Maybe like, well, that, okay, that, that's the one reason. I mean, and then like everything else you say, no. <laughs> uh, a, a Tim Lau has a good, a good term for that. I'm not going to say it, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I saw Ian had a question. Why is AMD doing... Oh, yeah, yeah. Why Why, is... why do you think they already... I, I think the answer is... Oh, sorry. Question Ian, Dr. Ian Cutress asked was, uh, why, why do you think AMD is holding this event in Vegas? I think the answer is probably pretty simple. Uh, I don't think we need to think too much about it. But I mean, when marketing people have budget, they're like, "Oh yeah, where do you want to go? What do you want to do?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go somewhere cool. Let's go to Vegas." You know, like it just. I'm sure why it was just like, like, "Yeah, why not?" So like, I, yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't think it's more than just like, "Oh, where do we want to go?" I don't know. Last time we did the thing in Texas, and we just drove from my house. That was boring. So why don't we go to Vegas? <laughs> I would agree with that. Although I have to say, all things considered, this is not a bad time of year to be in Vegas. It would be a lot worse if they chose if they, if they had you know picked July. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, true. I, I think probably what it is is the uh, the food choices. I, I'm actually I, I'm kind of glad you can get better food other places than Vegas. No, look, that Girl was of sandwich. Though. Elena doesn't know the situation, so they at the AMD uh, Rise and Launch. One of the problems is the hotel they picked had no room service. So like what? I don't like I don't have a problem buying Gordon, food after hours. Gordon get his room service. Like no, because like I mean there was no room service. There were no restaurants, Gordon. and you couldn't like. And this is so far away. You'd have to trek through like the tech, Texas flat Gordon. plains to get to food. Yeah, there was no. It was kind of it, it was kind of in the Gordon. middle of nowhere. What? It's called DoorDash. No, no, actually, p people weren't delivering out there. They weren't delivering yeah. out there, and then there was it was, it was literally like in the middle of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. I had I, to eat I the mints. Like I went that. back to my room. I was eating my mints, like my breath mints. But, like, but that's also that's not that's not the location. I mean, they could have done it somewhere else in Austin. 
they they wanted to do it at this. this and I'm resource. not complaining. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm, and I am That's complaining. So but I'm just saying that's the thing that kind of killed me. It's like no, and it was really about just how do you have a hotel where you don't have food? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, real quick. We we have a, a good uh, hypothesis here from uh, Nax Rioc. Uh, says Vegas. Vegas, Vega. Oh, oh no. Vega. Hmm. <laughs> this is the return of Vega. No, I, I, my guess is just it's Las Vegas is a good, it's a good event town. It's a, it's a really good event town. It's a, you know, people are no. always. No, it it's not. No, well, it's, he, it, it sucks to do work in Vegas because everyone else is partying and, and doing stupid stuff. So I would say no. It well, sucks to do work in Vegas. Well, I mean, like if you were to do it in New York. Prices go considerably higher. If you do it in San Francisco, prices go considerably higher, right? I mean, Las Vegas is kind of in the middle. It's really cheap, relatively, in some ways, except they're doing it. I think the launch is SEMA this week. It's like this big car show. Oh, car show. So yeah. that is a problem. So you're going to have a car show. During, but honestly, I think it's it's not a bad location. I, 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 yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of Vegas, but whatever. I would say, yeah, I would say just for everybody in context, Adam dislikes Vegas. So yeah. definitely it's going to Because I've been to it way too many times in my life and the luster is has worn way far off. So I was don't Was there really ever care. any luster? Uh, there was. You? There was. I mean, I used to live oh. in Salt Lake in, uh, you know, uh, when I was in, in high school and after high school. And yeah, we would be like, oh, man. Man, we just got paid. I've I paid all my bills. I got twenty bucks in my pocket. Let's. It's like a five hour drive to Vegas from Salt Lake. Let's let's go do it. <laughs> you know, we go down there and like, oh wow, Vegas. So yeah, no. And then yeah, you do you do enough of that. Dr. And then you start going for work, and you're just like, oh man. And I'll say for me, I'll, I'll carry around a, a big camera through you know through casinos, you know, getting to our meetings and stuff like that at CES. And there's always like some drunk person that just you know runs up to me and just like, hey, take my picture. You're taking my picture. I'm like, no, I'll just get out of my way. I'm trying to work here. I don't care uh, about you. Like, please. About you. Yeah, I don't care about you. I don't care about this town. I'm trying to get to my, my next meeting so I can point my camera at Gordon and he's going to. I like. Say I, so. I actually enjoy Las Vegas now. I mean, honestly. Uh, Dr. I, Ian Cutcher suggesting that they hold it in Ohio next. Hey, you know what? I was born in Ohio. I'll go back. <laughs> what city in Ohio? You know, I will say I've been to Columbus. Columbus, Ohio is like, it's like a Canadian city. It's kind of weird, right? It's like the entire city is like spotless. It's, it's, I don't know, maybe there's some event going on, but <laughs> and Lewis I've Law, never yes. seen an American city that clean. It's, it's like, wow. Uh, I'm, I'm getting on my Vegas outrage pony. That, that's one outrage pony I'll get on. Right, this right. is my Vegas outrage pony. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Yes. So RDNA three. Oh yes. No. Uh, we're not, we're not done. Question and answer. Anything else? R RDNA three Q and A. No. Oh, actually, I no. Think... I think I had a chat. Oh, do we? Did I? We're getting we're getting to the two hour mark. So oh yeah, <laughs> we yeah probably yeah. move along yeah. to Q and A. Oh uh, yeah, we we did get a five dollar super chat from uh, LaSalle Rams the oh, third friend of the show. Thank you so much. Gave five. Uh, said great show. Thank you so much. Um, Mike Quinton gave us a ten dollars super chat. Uh, friend of the show. Thank you so much. Said uh, old age is earned, especially when you ask, uh, "What do I do with this?" Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, and then uh, Den Denvera one G one gives five dollars super chat. Said the asinine thing is the hand grenade airbags were replaced with the same hand grenade airbag, but won't be for a few years, so it's fixed for now. Uh, yes. Oh, is that it? I guess. Oh, I that's know. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? I, I think if we don't get our uh, airbags uh, replaced, we'll wait till the next recall of that airbag, and then we'll just skip the, the, the second bad airbag. Um, 
Yeah. It, you know, and I, companies really do live in fear because when they do a recall, they want it all back. Like they, they want everything back. And if they can't get the product back, they kind of, they get like really nervous. Cause I mean, there's, there's dumbasses like us driving cars where the airbags need to be replaced and you haven't done it. <laughs> and even though the that problem is, is we've acknowledged, you know, it is hard cause I, you know, they didn't have the parts originally. I, I need to go in and I'm going to go do it. But it's one of those things where whose fault is that? And then also they still, it's still, they're the one who made, who made a product that's, that's that fault. And, you know, there have been no reports of fires related to this. But if there actually is a fire, then you got a serious problem and yep. it's, it is messy. There is nothing. That's why there's nothing. This is as serious as anything out there. So. Uh, I'll also say the, uh, the wrap up the polls. Uh, I, I put a poll that said, uh, who is going to gain GPU market share? I, I left Intel off here because we weren't talking about it. Um, AMD or an NVIDIA, uh, 221 votes, uh, 70% said AMD, 29% said NVIDIA. So. We'll, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh, let's go to, to Q&A and we'll see what kind of questions will happen over there. If you have a question, uh, I'm actually going to use a new feature in YouTube that just got rolled out. It said start a Q&A. Answer live viewers. Uh, hmm. I, I didn't even know how to use this. Uh, how do I use this? I'll, I'll put that. Uh, and if you're listening or watching uh, this later, uh, there's a link over to our awesome Discord uh, channel that, that you can get your questions in on. Um. Oh well, they changed the chat. Oh, weird, huh? Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. Follow the link. Put your questions in there. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I do have a question lined up. A couple questions lined up already as this Q and A thing works. Oh, there we go. Okay, that's cool. Um, Craig Dieter, friend of the show, gave us ten dollars super chat. Thank you so so much. Said, why are motherboard vendors charging so much more for the equivalent AM5 boards? I mean, DDR5 is five has been around since last gen Intel boards, so it's not like they had to figure that out. Gordon, why is there a price premium for AM5 boards versus Intel boards? You know, it's a good question. I don't actually know the answer to that. Some of it could be the design of AM5, where it's got that multi. Southbridge multi-chip design. Oh. Um, it could also be a scale issue where, you know, <clears throat> Intel, again, they sell a lot more CPUs. Uh, it just could be because they have identified that Ryzen customers tend to be higher end. Like maybe, especially, especially, we. It's a good question. I'll have to ask some motherboard vendors, but I kind of wonder if like, you know what? Look, we've looked at this. Do you really, do we honestly think people are going to be buying Ryzen 5 7600Xs with $500 motherboards? <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen. Even if they're $400 motherboards, they're not, it's not going to happen. They, it could be that all the products are basically aimed at the high end. Like I, I, I think they probably thought everybody's probably going to be buying Ryzen 9 class CPUs for this round. So we're going to we're going to build everything uh, at the high end and you know later on we'll have the cheap stuff coming out later whereas Intel is a little more spread out so I I don't really know it's a good question though it's a really good question Good question. Uh, we got one from a Dman nine nine seven one. Is it normal for a water block backplate to be loose before the pump block is mounted? Wow, very specific question. Uh, Say that again. Is it normal for a water block backplate to be loose before the pump block is mounted? I don't have the answer for that. I'm just trying to picture this. So you're saying with a, a CLC that your the the 
pump? No, this is. A, it sounds like a custom. Oh, for, se- like an open oh loop. for an open loop. Yeah. So, custom loop. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I mean, that, it depends on be... the depends on the design of it, right? Yeah. That that sounds. I'd have to see see it or in, not. Not, not our territory. Not Ma- our territory. Yeah, better question for Jay, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Warren, friend of the show, Warren gave us uh, five uh, five Canadian dollars. Thank you so much. Said no questions today. Just wanted to say hello and thanks always for the show. No, thank you for uh, for always hanging out in the show. Uh, this Q and A thing is. It's really weird. I have to like switch between the chat and the questions tab. Um, here we go. Uh, CJ asked, uh, what do you think the price for the 7900 XT is going to be? Gordon, prediction? Oh, for the GPU? Yeah, GPU. Is that the, So that'll be one step down? Uh, well, there, I mean, if, if, XT, if there's so the sure? XTX, you know, at the high end, I, I don't know. I, so you're saying this for the highest end product? So like the 4900? Well, I don't know. They say the 7900 XT, so... Whether you believe that's the highest end or whether you believe that's not. <laughs> I mean, so like if, if we're because, again, we, I have no idea what what in the world's coming. I don't I don't believe anything till they announce it. And then honestly, we see it in our hands. I would say what's a good place for AMD because NVIDIA AMD 800 bucks. Uh, AM, yeah, but that'd be really, really disruptive. I would think that would be because they have to price it against where they think NVIDIA can go when they can finally lower the prices of the of the 40 series right now they can't so they i feels like they'd want to be there a little ahead of it they also do like also making this thing called money so i would imagine <laughs> they're going to probably price it up a little bit too but gosh it feels like so if 7900 xtx say like competes or out out you know outperforms 4090 and rasterized performance loses in ray tracing probably probably loses in the ai gaming game too but they have all the rasterization performance. It feels like would be the the, the what, well, price that just really here, here we screws go. Them I right mean, now. what do you think? I'm a seeing, thousand? I'm seeing, I'm seeing on Newegg right now. I sorted by uh, Radeon RX 6000 series, best selling number five is an ASRock uh, RX 6900 XT for $650. So you come in, you come in with a you know. A, a new GPU at 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 eight hundred ish, eight fifty ish. You know, you still there's still room for a six hundred XT. That's an awesome card, but you're also yeah, you know, undercutting good, Nvidia way way hard. I mean, that's that's a price. Woo. Yeah, but I mean, so but again, that is a really good price. It's a good way to like really like f with Nvidia, right? Because there's it feels like Nvidia can't do anything to come down and and play with them. So they there's really nothing they can do, right? Um, and if they're outclassing existing thirty series stock then it's a good spot. But let me tell you this, Adam. I'm the business person. I like money. You know what? Yeah, we could sell for $800, but we could probably sell for 1000 too. Probably. So, I mean, they probably could. Yeah. Would you like a raise, Adam? <laughs> oh, I wanted to I want to help the community. I really love everybody. Would you like a raise? Huh. Yeah, a thousand sounds pretty good. Nine ninety nine is <laughs> probably nine ninety nine. We'll split split it between. I like money. <laughs> I don't know. Eight hundred sounds. I mean, that would be a very, very interesting price. I, I don't I think would, it's gonna be that low. But. I would if they're gonna cut price. I would. I wouldn't see it below nine hundred. Personally, in my opinion. So eight hundred, nine hundred. Yeah, might as well take it. Nine ninety nine. It's uh, prices right <laughs> rules. I'll I'll take one dollar. So anything between $1 and $900. You got to take profits. <laughs> the things are going to probably deflate. You know, it's going to be harder to sell stuff. Um, it feels like 
you know, if you can maximize profits in the window, that's still kind of there. I, I would think that that would make sense. But, you know, that's like the what do I know? If I knew how to do business, would I be doing this? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, OK, man, this this chat thing really sucks because I can't watch the live chat uh well, the <laughs> look at the question how, sorry how do how do you use this how do, that was my do, question i don't know how to use this i don't this. know yeah <laughs> um uh jimmy jimmy Desani says can i get a hard hardcore from gordon uh hardcore i can't remember it's been there such a go. long time yes. man those were fun those yeah. were really yeah, fun we, we're talking about bringing it back uh here we go uh yeah i, I can't read all these um that was you, a totally made think, up Oh, character. here we go. Here, uh, do you th- Bob Jones, do you think a sub $300 RDNA 3 card will be announced? Hell no. To this time, no. No, no not right now. Not. No. no. They got to they got to deal with all old inventory first. Everybody has to deal with old inventory except for Intel. They can their new inventory is <laughs> not, and it's really funny cuz in, in, Intel only has to compete with 6000. It feels like 6000 and 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 uh, GeForce 3000, right? It's just like they like like time is stopped for Intel. They can compete with Arc on those parts all day. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of bad though. Like AMD and Nvidia. Like I guess we ain't got to worry about Intel yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one. It's a prediction uh, over on Discord, uh, but you should only put questions in the question thing. So Andy WH two thousand only questions in here. Uh, but I'm, I'm turning it into a question. It said, within the next three years, given the size graphics cards are getting, uh, will there be PC designs where the GPU is considered the main board and the other components like CPU, RAM storage are considered add-on components? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's your, your move away from ATX. Everything's <laughs> literally built around the GPU. <laughs> that would be interesting, right? You just sort of like mount your CPU and RAM to your video card. <laughs> like the back of it or something and it's just <laughs> that would be weird right it would be right i mean but, i mean that just <laughs> you broke goes, gordon's brain it just goes to show you the the that how how long cpus have driven this with the with the you know and the month and this is not even like an x86 thing it's it's very common but that would be funny if like on alternate earth where the gpu everybody worshiped the gpu and everything was built around that instead yeah, that would be funny. Well, but, I, you know, and again, this is why I've been softly warning people that as time goes on and Intel and AMD go like, we got CPU, we got GPU, we're going to make them work a little closer. You will get to the point where, I mean, I think it's very realistic where you will not know where the where the GPU starts and where the CPU starts going forward. Like, I mean, of course, I'm talking long, long term, but why not, right? Why the hell? Why, why wouldn't you want to flex to push out somebody like Nvidia, who so far is like nobody's been able to come up to any with an answer for? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of questions. We, we, we need to get going. Um, I'm, so I'm going to do this last uh, fun one from front of the show, Liquidar over on Discord. In the past week, how many McRibs have you eaten? Too bad Brad's not here. Oh. Brad has the winning answer. He covers us all. Yeah. Ha- okay. I'll, I'll rephrase this. Has any any three of us eaten a McRib in this past week? I thought. Does it? Is it really? Did it ever go away? I mean, that's just like. Okay. So the answer is no. But okay. So our next question is: Then how many how many McRibs do you think Brad has eaten in the past week? Probably three. <laughs> we'll, we'll ask him. We'll ask him the next time we see him. You know. Remember, uh, I I actually went and when the McRib came back, I bought two. 
to freeze it. Yeah, you, I froze, you froze one, one. And yeah. I had to throw it away because it was just like gross. <laughs> it just got all the freezer burn on there. It was not. Everybody thinks McDonald's food is indestructible. I will tell you the McRib is not actually indestructible. Some people also think it's good and it's not. So uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's, let's get out of here. This is fun, fun stuff. We need we need Brad back next week to. We didn't go as far off the rails as we did last week, but uh, no, I think we're we're Brad, pretty. Uh, Brad's pretty the, the, on target. Brad, Brad is the infinity fabric that holds us together. <laughs> so, but uh, I thought you were going to say infinity gauntlet, but that's mm, no. I didn't watch that movie. Uh, all right, uh, Gordon, uh, take us out of here. Check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. And if you're on one of those services, please leave a review. Every time you do, someone submits a uh, burned dongle to Gamers Nexus. Say questions <laughs> and comments to thefullnerd.pcworld.com. Someone will check it one day. Thanks for coming. Not I'm Gordon more. Ung with Laney E. On Brad's behalf, I would like to remind you all, if you get a McRib, add bacon to it. Nice. Where the hell do you get the bacon? You just add, you say add bacon. You just like pull it out of your pocket. You, like no, a, you say you add got like bacon. wallet bacon. You're like, I've been saving this bacon for my McRib. And you're like, that would be funny. I'm just, I'm just spreading the good word on Brad's behalf. Yep. <laughs> I just want to know where the bacon comes from. From in McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> they don't have bacon, do they? Yeah. Well, you can order it with Brad, bacon? Yeah, that's what Brad says all the time. Oh. Order the McRib with bacon. Well, you they have bacon at McDonald's? I guess. I don't what know. Do I they, don't really eat there. Don't they have that as part of the whole like breakfast sandwich stuff? So I they know. have bacon on hand. I'm really confused by this. I thought maybe he just traveled with bacon. <laughs> you can like, yeah, there's actually, I have a can of, I got a can of tactical oh, bacon no, for my no. wife as a joke. So this is taking a dark good, turn. Yeah. This right. conversation. No, I just pictured like a piece of bacon. You pull your wallet out and like, it's in some wax paper and it's kind of greasy. And like, I've been saving this bacon. It doesn't go bad. It's just bacon. Right. And you like, you put it on your, uh, <laughs> I just couldn't under, like what? Yeah. Uh, Are you traveling with bacon? <laughs> Okay. It's in the trunk. Hi, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray's going to uh, mercifully hit the office. Uh, yes. Uh, also, nobody nobody guessed the uh, the code. So I guess uh, go over to Discord and, and try to guess the code to get 25% off all of our all of our uh, our merch. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another hint. I'll give you another hint. It's something we talk, we've talked about for years on this show. It's an item that we've talked about for years on this show. That's the, the code. Anyway, uh, thanks, everybody. We will see you later. Goodbye. Crap, I didn't... Uh, nope, here we go. Code is not big enough.